This week, we jump on a runaway train just to finger some pudding as we discuss the 1995 science fiction B-movie, horror movie thing, whatever, Species. To the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I'm your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, the misunderstood railroad bum. I'm not going to call you the rapist railroad bum. I'm no, just no, misunderstood. No, no. He wasn't bum. misunderstood at all. There was no doubt about that fucking guy. And first of all, like, you know what, motherfucker? Sell one of your gold teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that's He's got a good gold teeth, point. right? By that yeah, time, if you yeah. live in the fucking hobo life, right on the rails, you should have sold your teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. Your teeth are the first thing to go. If you you don't need the teeth if you're living the hobo mm. life on a on a train, eating all that hobo stew. Rabbit meat's mm. tender, you right? Uh, I suppose, yeah, mm. should be. I don't know. Usually, don't they just boil their shoes and eat that? Uh, that was during the depression. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. So, Tim, here we are, second mm-hmm. week of the year 1995. What and a week it is. What a week it is, buddy, because we're talking about species. I'm weak in the knees. <laughs> but, Tim, before we talk about species, buddy, I got to ask you, what, what mm-hmm. have you been up to this week? What, what's a Tim Yobo been consuming? Nothing too much this week. I guess the most unusual thing that I did that I can talk about is uh, download the beta for Skull and Bones. How is that? I, I hear good things about it. <clears throat> you remember Black Flag? Yes. It looks it's kind of, it's almost the same type of battle uh, uh, style mm. as that. It's holding down the trigger and you steering with the thumb. Yeah, and then now, like you, aiming it. Do you mean Black Flag before or after Henry Rollins joined? Uh, it's only before, <laughs> right? Come on, a purist. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, I played it. The fucked up thing is uh, you're supposed to be able to play co-op with your friends, but we couldn't figure out how to get anybody fucking invited into the uh, the room. It just kept hmm. saying error, error, error. And I'm figuring for your fucking beta, you want to stress it, right? You want to yeah, see what yeah. it's going to be like when yeah. three people join up and see because it's cross-platform. So I could hmm. join up with the PlayStation guy, another Xbox person, stuff like that. So, but, I mean... Yeah, I played it. I got stuck on a stupid part where I needed to get like a fucking shovel or something, like a crowbar to open up a part of a ship. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Mm. Yeah, that, I just read a thing where uh, that's Ubisoft, right? Yeah. Made I just read a little thing where Ubisoft says that they consider Black Flag to be the first quadruple A video game. What do you think of that? It was definitely the best out of the Assassin's Creed games because for me, it was the least like Assassin's Creed. No, I and mean, there's more new, just like the. Sorry, I mean oh, this, this new one? game. Yeah, this new game oh. they're calling it a quadruple A game. 
Yeah, kiss my ass, 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 ass. No fucking way. <laughs> Doesn't feel quadruple A to you? And no, maybe it's a beta, all right? So, But it's only coming, I think Fair, it's got yeah. two weeks is coming. I think it's coming out the 17th, so it's almost next week, one week. Yeah, it's it's coming up close here, man. So I don't know how much they're going to be able to fix it, but I mean, the graphics look good. I won't say they mm. look great. But I mean, it's not like I mean, because like, what is, you'd be so they don't. That's right. They did the Tom, Tom Clancy the Wildland game. Did you ever play that? No, no. Where it's like it's like, it's, it's almost like uh, the movie Clear and Present Danger. You're four uh, guys okay. get dropped into uh, Columbia, someplace like that. I don't even know if it's supposed to be a real place, but you're just supposed to do shit and fuck up all the drug dealers and the supply mm. lines. Beautiful looking game. Yeah. This game doesn't look anything like that so far. But I think I see ocean. Yeah, but I did Ubi... get to harpoon a shark, and I harpooned somebody who was just standing in their boat, wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, Ubisoft like got into this weird kind of cookie cutter thing with their more recent games because I played um, what was it? The you know the Far Cry games. I, mm-hmm. I played a few of those. I played five. Yeah. I had a good, but I, I also like don't play all of them. So I played I think three, and then five, and I just I because... think it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think six just came up on Game Pass or some shit. I, for for some reason, I had a demo of it, and I played it for a little while. I'm like, I just don't care. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason, the I don't care. The new one's one where you have the alligator, right? I think so. I didn't get that far. Yeah. Because I know the one I played before this one I liked. I think it was the one where you're supposed to be like a tourist and you get kidnapped by like some fucking like a religious cult or something like that on the island. Yeah, that was that was five. You're you're no, okay. you weren't a terrorist. You were uh, uh, like ATF basically, and you were trying to pull hmm. a Waco down there. I don't know, but you know what? Those games are all close enough that there doesn't need to be five of them. Yeah, and I don't then... think there's that much much major difference between three and six. Let's say. Yeah, and, and it just became this weird, like, huge open-world collectomania. You have to go get all the flags. You have to go... You know what I mean? Because they did that with Assassin's Creed. And that's what kind of, I think, At fucked it up a little point, bit. At a certain point, it just drives me crazy with doing stuff like that, where I'm yeah. just running around like look, doing something, just looking for one treasure that I need to fill out a fucking uh, card and get a fucking bonus, something like that. Well, Some it's, people it, dig it, I guess, right? And it's, there's fucking simulators for everything, so somebody's out there fucking home the beach looking for a, a gold seashell to fi- finish their collection. That's true. And from their perspective, like, it's a lose-lose for them, right? Because if they don't put all that shit into the game, people bitch that it's only mm. 20 hours, right? But then you put all of the ridiculous fetch quest bullshit in there just to artificially extend the game time out to like 60 hours. Mm-hmm. And then everybody bitches. Oh, it's just repetitive content, you know? If there needs to be a way to make that viably and then release that, let's say, 8 to 10 hour game at a lower price point. You know what I mean? So like a $30, $40 game, it lasts eight hours. Ooh, Who cares? Yeah, but you know what? They're not going to do because they're going to be splitting the market because how many people yeah. are going to buy that $29 game and instead of spending $59 or $69 to get all the collection thing? Are there that many completists That's out fair. there yeah. where you're going to spend an extra 30 bucks just to be able to get a bunch of go around Grand Theft Auto and collect a yeah. bunch of fucking jetpacks or flags? Uh, yeah, no kidding. <sighs> and especially like the achievement hunter people too. You know, like longer the game, more achievements. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, for me, the achie- when they first started, the achievements were great. I loved it. It was fun when mm-hmm. you did something and it popped up. But then they started giving you achievements for stupid fucking shit or impossible stuff to do. But the, the one that I hate the most annoying. is online shit. Yeah, 
So it's that's just fucking crazy. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Unless you're going to play Call of Duty online and get a five kill streak, you're not going to be able to get a hundred percent on that fucking game. That's or crazy. worse, like there are games now that the online service has been taking down for, so you just can't mm-hmm. get those achievements now. So you'll never mm-hmm. be able to platinum the game or, or whatever, hundred percent it, whatever. Your I system. want that game at a discount, then motherfuckers, because that was part mm-hmm. of the promise when I bought it. Right? It's a good point, Tim. I, I bet you, after a game has been out for so long, they took off the online part of it. You could probably get it for under retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unless it's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo games are always expensive. Yeah, they never lower the price on them, buddy. I think Mario Kart 8 is still full price on the Switch. And that shit came out for the mm. Wii U. That wasn't even a Switch original. No, I'm going back even further. I'm wondering how much a copy of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out costs for the Nintendo. Nowadays? Yeah, that shit's got to be at least two, 300 bucks. That was uh, the you wanna... hardest game for me to buy. I literally was going all over the city, down the Chinatown, to little mom and pop shops, to Times Square, like every fucking day after work, just because they kept saying, oh, the shipment's coming in tomorrow. The shipment's coming in tomorrow. Mm. It was impossible to get. The shipment never came in for you, did it, Tim? I think it literally, I think it was like three months later, I ended up getting it. It was it was that hard to get fucking games back then. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. No, I remember, dude. It, it was a pain in the ass. So, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Tim. You can get a copy of it right now for forty nine ninety seven. All right, so it's not as expensive as I thought it was, but it maintained its value. Pretty, Pretty much, much, right? Yeah, yeah. If you want to get Punch Out, though, not the Mike Tyson, the one where they replaced Mike Tyson with Mister mm-hmm. Dream because of the rape allegations, yeah. that's only twenty four ninety nine. People want that rapist in the game, man. That's it. Uh, they want to yeah. beat the shit out of that rape guy. That's it. Yeah, you want to get to the final level and be like, I'm going to punch a rapist. <laughs> Bow. Take that. I don't think I ever beat him. I really don't think I ever fucking beat him. I think I came close a couple of times, but I just don't think I did it. You know what's funny to think about? That game is a rhythm game. If you if you really yeah think about it, 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 right? yeah just recognizing the pattern and just yeah. tap 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 up tap 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 up it's, yeah yeah it's basically guitar mm. hero left right left punch up down left punch like, I was a rock band guy yeah rock band was always better I went for the, the whole drums. thing yeah what was you what were you, were you I, I imagine you were singing you were the guy uh, who was singing no because I live in an apartment and I don't want to embarrass myself for having to go out in the elevator and having people going. So you did carry on Waywood Sun last night, way off key ah, yeah. for two hours. <laughs> I like the guitar and I like the drums. Okay, okay. I always did the guitar or the, the drums occasionally, but I don't mm-hmm. know the drums. I don't know. A lot of that crap, I, I hate like cheap plastic feeling shit. That's why like the mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch, I cannot deal with the fucking Joy-Cons that come with the Switch. Because I just feel like I can just crack and just, like, break it in my hands like nothing. I know somebody who does that regularly to Xbox Elite controllers. <laughs> <laughs> controllers that are different. made to be thrown against walls, and he can still crack them. That's a little bit different, Tim. Uh, that's intentional. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I haven't really been consuming a ton lately. Um, I got a new book in the mail. Nice. Book's did, always nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not really a new book. It's actually an old book. No. It's new to me. If you haven't read it, it's new to you. It's new to you. That's right, Tim. And this one is from... I'm trying to find when it came out. For our audience that's uh, uh, watching... Oh, 1990. Mm -hmm. Is that the book book or when it came out? 
No, the book the book is a very famous collection. It's an anthology of extreme horror stories, Tim. You're probably familiar with it. 1990? I'll bet you, I'll bet you I, there's a good chance I might have had it. Probably. Okay, I'll describe the cover for you. It looks like broken glass. It's black and white. And very bold in the middle of it, you've got just the title right there. I'm going to cover the title. You know this one, Mr. Yobo? Well, they always change the covers. So what the what you're looking at might not be the cover that the I original. bought it on. But is oh. that Splatterpunks? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is Splatterpunks, Mister Tim Yobo. Look at you! Holy shit! See? What a I think I had Splatterpunks too. I don't think they got up to three, but yeah, one mm. and two. I definitely had that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I lived. In the, I met my wife in a bookstore. I lived in bookstores. Yeah. If I wasn't you looking for Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I was in the. B. Dalton's or Barnes and Nobles. That's right. B. Dalton's motherfuckers. Chef Robert's I gotta. You know what I should do? I should take a, a little tour for you here of our bookshelf that we got. I just moved it in here. Mm-hmm. I think I can move the camera, actually. But you know what? I can't move the microphone is the problem. So you wouldn't oh, wow. be able to hear me very well. But yeah. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a remote here wow, for our video. Wow, look at this. Look it's at like this. Howard Stern. Yeah. Gorilla yeah, yeah. podcasting. I'm a gorilla podcaster, <laughs> Tim. You're right. Okay, so hold on here. Let's see what we got. Uh, you know what? Actually, the hardest part of this is fucking bringing my headphones with me. Okay, I'm going to rotate the light here. Okay. Do, 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 do. So we got a little light on the situation. Okay, now I'm going to move the mic. Or the mic. I moved the mic. I'm going to move the camera so you get a little glimpse here, Mr. Yobo. Yeah, because I'm just staring at the back of your wall. Okay, so now look at this. Okay. Look at this. We got a lot of books here. You see these books? Uh, it's Tim. a little blurry. You have it on portrait. Oh wait, there it goes. Okay, all right, there we yeah. go. How's that? That's a good amount of books. Because we got, we got. This isn't even close to all of them, Tim. This is, there's a bunch Just of shit here. Close to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, here's our here's our record collection. Well, part of it. Oh, that's where the money is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's my spider in that tank. Hmm, so okay. I know nobody wants to see the spider. Oh well. I like the nunchucks okay. on the back of the wall, though. I just noticed them. Oh, yeah, that's just in case something goes down, you know. <laughs> There's two things that scare people who break into your house. The sound of a shotgun cracking up or nunchucks swinging in the air. And we're back. Okay, we had a little technical difficulties, but we're good now. Oh, I didn't even show Tim above me. Up, up, uh, I Don't can't move the own. computer. I can't Just see. Tell I'm me not. about I'm, it. I'm moving up there. We got the rest of the. Uh, well, there's a bunch of the books up there too. Those are nice. mostly my uh, my uh, uh, Junji Ito books, though. Oh, so, that yeah. uh, Japanese guy does the spirals. Yeah, yeah, Japanese guy does hmm. the spirals. <laughs> it reminds me of that Artie Lang story about his. Which uncle. one? When his uncle watched, uh, uh, he was trying to come up with uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't he couldn't remember the name of it, so he said, "You know that show with the Jew broad fights Draculas." <laughs> That's Arnie Lang. I just watched a clip That's where Arnie he Lang, did an interview uh, with Joe Buck. Oh and, God! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How fucking... Paul Rudd and Jason Sudakis or whatever the fucking yep, guy's yep. name is. How yeah. Holy fucking shit. coked up was Arnie that night? <sighs> God damn. Just talk about burning your fucking bridges. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, I know. That's he's he's got to be in self destruct mode at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, dude, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's 
insanity. Because you can't be even, I don't care how much fucking coke you're on. That's no, not enough coke in the world can make you think, I'm going to be funny enough that I'm going to be able to overcome insulting the host of the show and all the other fucking shit that he was saying in that goddamn show. Yeah, just terrible. And not even being funny was the bad part. Like, most Mm. of it was just, he wasn't funny. Yeah, no, he was just going after Joe Buck. And I mean, you know what? That's Joe Buck. I could yeah. go after Joe Buck and probably kick his ass in a fucking uh, right, roast yeah. off, right? Exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Joe Buck. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If you're a professional comedian, you should go after, you know, other comedians or people who are bad people. Mm. You know, not fucking well, Joe, he, Joe Buck. Buck made the mistake. I just like saying that, Joe Buck. Joe mm-hmm. Buck made that mistake where he tried to jab at him a little bit. That's true. Yeah, he did and... start it. Yeah. Did he start it? I don't think he started it. I think uh, Artie started it. And no, then... that's right. Yeah, because Artie started it. If I'm not mistaken, it was because Joe Buck made a comment about reading something on, like, entertainmentweekly.com. Oh, yes, my favorite website. He says my favorite website. <laughs> I read something on my favorite website the other yeah, day yeah, yeah. about you, Paul Ryan. Then Artie says, what's your second favorite, <laughs> suckingcock.com? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Taking it to a fucking 11, just right <laughs> off the bat, right? Just immediate. I mean, they were on HBO. I get it. Like, you're supposed to cuss on HBO, but it's also yeah. HBO Sports, which is, like, kind of a prestige thing, you know? Mm, yeah. Some of their documentaries they did. Yeah. Well, they, some of the documentaries they did in HBO Sports were fucking fantastic. HBO used to have the best documentaries. When there was yep. a documentary that was coming on HBO, it didn't matter whether or not you knew what the fucking subject was. 100%. Even if you knew what it was, like, I have no interest in seeing how fucking elves are thought up and put in the fucking books. Documentary done? Wow. Yep. I love the way fucking elves are thought up and put in the books. Yeah, yeah. No, they were fantastic, man. Absolutely. Also fantastic, Tim. Species. Mm-hmm. So I gotta ask yes. you, buddy. Yes. What is your history with the film Species? All right. Well, I've seen this movie at least four or five times. Yep. I remember the first time renting it and just being like, holy fucking shit. Because it's a good movie. It's got a great yeah. cast. And there's plenty of fucking tits and sex in this goddamn movie. It's, oh, yeah. 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 Lots of it. Yeah. How many- I had to watch this movie with the uh, the commentary on and see, because uh, I know the commentary is with Michael Madsen and her, and I think the director. I haven't seen the commentary. How was that? Uh, I, I, I just, I just when I watched the movie, I found out that I had it on the thing. So I want to watch it again, especially like the parts where she's having sex with the fucking uh, alien thing where it's all mixed up. Oh, just to yeah. see what that one must have been like filming. Yeah, but that was fun. <sighs> so it was fun how for many? Me. How many species movies do you think there were? Uh, well, just because I watch this where I watch it, I know there's at least three. There's probably a reboot coming somewhere down the line that's not going to have any of the sex or any of the nudity in it. Mm. So four movies: the species one, two, and three, okay. and then species: the awakening in two thousand seven. Is she, I, is she in all of them? I know she's in two. I think is she, she in three might... and four? B. I know she's in two. Is she in three? Yeah, she's in three. Holy shit, Tim. Wow. That's okay. Does she make it back to four, though? That's the big question. Doesn't look like it. All right. Uh, well, I mean, by that point, she's about, probably back on a homeland or she's gotten um, late. I'll tell you why she's not in four. Species The Awakening, Tim. Uh oh. She gets killed in three. 
Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a multiple choice question. I want you to tell me where Species the Awakening was released, okay? Theaters, DVD, or the Sci-Fi Network? Oh, no. Well, I mean, you just said the Sci-Fi Network, so it has to be the Sci-Fi. And it's probably S-Y-F-Y Network? Yep, yep, S-Y-F-Y. Yeah, is that kind of Sci-Fi Network? Yeah, yeah. not good. It was not all good downhill all. after they changed the spelling. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And plus, they used to have Mystery Science Theater on there. Uh, yeah, that's where I fo- uh, where I found it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they they uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the whole thing was that they back in the day for cable, you used to when you would buy like films to show on your network, you wouldn't just get one. You'd buy film. packages. Yes, yeah, that yeah, was great about TV. Holy shit! They wanted to well, get no, Death I mean, Wish. They had to buy fucking eight episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000, all about Eve with Betty Davis. Well, no, Sci Fi Network would want to get like Star Trek two. Right, mm-hmm. and then the, the 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 studio would be like, "All right, you get Star Trek too, but you're also going to need to get like uh, this Island Earth, or you're going to, you know what I mean? All this other bullshit that mm. they have." So then, sci-fi is like they're sitting on all of these fucking movies. They have the rights to show that nobody wants to watch because they're fucking terrible. They're monos, the hands of fate, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? I have an idea. Throw a couple puppets out there, making fun of the fucking thing. Good to go." Wait. Are you sure? Because I thought that they started out as like a local, like public access thing, and then they got picked up by like sci-fi and other. Networks. I believe that's true. And when they were a public access thing, they were just doing uh, public domain movies and like yeah. infomercials and that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's public so, access, man. You get away with whatever the fuck you want. That's true. Yeah, you could have just used copywritten material. Yeah, nobody's nowadays, watching we, it. Nowadays, we just call those reaction videos, and we put them on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> and they're nowhere near as talented. Uh, no, some of the uh, there's a couple of reaction videos I watched that uh, actually pretty good. Like with the yeah. people listening to like young kids listening to old songs and be like, "Holy fucking oh. shit!" And it's just like, "Oh my god!" I went on. down that rabbit hole the other day. I was watching black people uh, react to Marilyn Manson. That's fun, by the way. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's fun just watching anybody react to Marilyn Manson today. Yeah, no, absolutely. But but uh, it's it's because uh, yeah, not just black people, just people who like musically might have been in, into a different vibe or a different genre or scene. You know. You know what? I got an idea, Eddie. Let's start a reaction video with me with like people uh, showing me rap songs that I. Guaranteed, I haven't heard or anything like that. I'm, I can do that. My reaction to Tupac Shakur's whatever his big hit was. Yeah, Tupac Shakur's one big hit that he had. <laughs> That's a good point, Tim. <laughs> I'm going to restart the fucking East Coast West Coast War. It's just a uh, reaction you, video. So, if I uh, could you name an Eminem song uh, uh, that was not on the movie Eight Mile? Of course I can because I'm white and he's a white rapper. Ah, there Shake you go. that. Uh, let's see, just lose Shake it. That? That's where yeah. you go. Well, I'm, wow. thinking, it's, I'm just well, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Then we got Stan cleaning out my closet. Uh, let's see, what's the one where he's talking about an oralist, a dentist, an oral hygienist? I have no idea. I get more ass than a toilet seat. Something he did with Nate Dog. Yeah, the only Nate uh-huh. Dog that I remember was off of uh, Doggy Style. But I'm your typical 55 year old white guy. I know I could name you five songs of Eminem. 
put a gun to my head. I don't know if I can name five rap songs off the top of my head real quick from anybody. <laughs> could you could you name one song off of uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic? Uh, I'm going to say The Chronic. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm a cheater. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, oh, a song off of Use Your Illusion 2. How about Use Your mm. Illusion 2? No, That's I remember song. exactly the first time I heard about Eminem because I was working in a pet food store up in the Bronx in Riverdale, and my asshole mm-hmm. boss hired some 16-year-old kid who lived up there, paying him under the table, like fucking like $3 an hour or some shit like that, to work on mm-hmm. Sundays, where basically all he did was just fucking smoke pot and get high. So we were cool. We had no problems when I was working up there on Sundays. And it was Sunday, so I play whatever the fuck I want. I bring my CD player. I was putting it on the fucking yeah. radio. I'm listening to it. I got to go all the way to fucking Riverdale on Sunday where the trains are always fucked up. It's like a, two hours one way, two hours coming back the other goddamn way on a Sunday. Fuck that, man. Yeah, never got to see the X-Files on time. I'll tell you, that was fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah, he brought in an Eminem thing, and he's like, dude, this is the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, typical idiot white boy. You're going to listen to rap. It's going to be the only white guy who's rapping. And then yeah. there I was. Uh, I'll give him credit, though. He he was good. Like, Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, is it just music? Is it musicians in general or just rappers also, who like even more so, that after a while, what do you got to rap about? I know. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's always the problem, right? You get you get, you get one good album out hmm. because you've been working for twenty years to, on that. I album. mean, how many times I gonna hear about how many times fucking Kim sucked cock for fucking Vicodin? I mean, you could come up with new <laughs> angles on it, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's a fair point, Tim. Then then eventually, what it becomes because they don't have any new trauma in their life to, to write about is it just becomes them warring with each other. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like YouTube, how YouTubers run out of content, so they just start drama with each other. Like my wife, I think it was my wife told me about that. Like just makeup tutorial YouTube, so much of it's not even people doing makeup tutorials. It's them bitching at each other, which is fucking hilarious. Okay, well, I don't know. That's, I mean, it gets you views, right? Yep. Tucker Carlson yeah. interviewed a fucking war criminal and gave him a fucking free platform for two hours and seven minutes because it gets your views, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a reason why uh, Shane Gillis is going to be on SNL again, right? Oh, that's right. I saw, I saw that. Look at yeah. that. People, I like that he's going to be on there, and now people are like, I don't know, SNL might be bad. And it's like, motherfucker, they had Giuliani, they had Trump, they <laughs> Elon what Musk. Elon Musk. Like, now they're bad. Now you're. I'm trying to think because I, I mean, I, I grew up with Saturday Night Live. And then, of course, like in the 80s, I stopped. And then for like the 90s, there was a there was a time there. It was OK. Like when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were yeah. on it. That was when it yeah. was like it came back a little bit. But I mean, it's had so many ups and downs. But I really don't remember them having this that kind of guest on. Except like maybe since like, yeah, Trump. I mean the um, the biggest like ironically the the most controversial guest they had back then I could remember was Sinead O'Connor and it was just because she ripped up the picture. She of the wasn't Pope. no wait she wasn't a guest she was a mu- well, musical she was music- guest yeah, and she was true, never on right. it but she I'm thinking like the actual host, the right. actual guest host where it's somebody yeah, that's, that's a like good point. so polarizing where it's just like what the fuck is this person doing on Saturday Night Live? 
Yeah, I can't recall that. I mean, I, I mean, I remember them having guests that were fucking terrible. Hmm. Like there's the infamous Steven Seagal uh, episode, which yeah, I but guess he's not. He wasn't controversial. Where it was no. stuff like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, and well, I, yeah, kind of this guy a little bit too, right? Because you find him because he said yeah. some racist shit, and then now you're bringing him back. So the racist yep. shit that he says, okay. This reminds me of the Norm McDonald story. They fired him and told him this because the mm. uh, executive didn't think he was funny. Well, he wasn't funny. I saw that. I just saw I, yeah. yeah, we're watching the same fucking shit on YouTube where he said, <laughs> I guess I'm funny now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which means either I got funnier or they got a lot fucking worse. <laughs> All right. So, you know what? Yeah. So, you know, maybe there. Again, thanks to Norm McDonald. He he was the first one to show. Yeah. The Santa Live is a fucking bunch of hypocrites. Right? If you're going to yeah. get them ratings, they're going to put you on now. That's all it is, man. Whatever gets you ratings. That's why Bud Light, first they had Dylan Mulvaney. Now they got who? Shane Gillis. Oh, man. I still got <laughs> idiot friends who won't drink Bud Light because of that. Because well, now one got the... fucking can was made for one fucking no, person. Tim, and that was it. Just remind them that now there's a guy that makes racist jokes that's going to be doing their commercials. So now they can drink it again. <laughs> is, that, is that how they overcorrected? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you just have to be become we racist. We got Tim Allen as a as a spokesman. Oh God, that fucking uh, the dickhead with the puppets that mm. disappeared in two thousand and twelve. What was his name? The, uh, Dunham, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, what do you mean disappear? That motherfucker's in Vegas. I guarantee you, he's got a fucking oh, standing sure. show in Vegas. So just, I haven't, I haven't seen or heard from him in a long fucking time. So. Once you get to Vegas, it doesn't matter if the rest of the country sees or hears from it's you true. again. But you're you're set for life, right? You know what? Though I'm glad though. Send him all to Vegas. And I don't have to hear about them. Perfect. Mm. Send them all to fucking Vegas. No problem. Never been to Vegas, but yeah, it's just like. Because what fucking U2 has a residency there in the fucking sphere. Do they? Oh, that yeah. makes sense. They would they, they would find the most gimmicky place to have a fucking residence. Uh, I watched it again on YouTube, and I will say this. It was a good show only because they did the old stuff. They didn't do anything. I don't yeah. think they did anything newer that was from maybe how to dismantle an atomic bomb. Mm. And for mm. me, that's where that's when they went off the rails, and I was just that's like, when they, "Wait a second, holy shit, this guy's kind of preachy." I just haven't noticed it for shark. twenty years. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of when they jumped the shark. <laughs> well, all the MAGA people, they 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 probably uh, think that Green Day just jumped the shark with the. the uh, well, no, thank God, because they still got Rage Against the. Oh wait, no, they don't get Rage Against the Machine. No. Yeah. no. And I saw that thing about uh, Ozzy was tweeting that he that I guess Kanye, Trump, yeah, or, or, yeah, it was Kanye. That's right, the Kanye sampled uh, Crazy Train. Mm-hmm. Something I don't know if it's crazy. I think it was something Black Sabbath. I don't think it was straight oh, up was Ozzy. It? I think so. Hmm. Maybe War Pigs. That would make sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah oh wow, I could just imagine what the Kanye West song is about, where he's singing about War Pigs. Wow. You got me, man. Mm. I, you know what? I can't wait to, to not hear it, though. <laughs> uh, so, Tim. Yeah, written, oh, we're talking about a movie, yeah. We're talking about a movie, yeah. It's funny. There was just a poll on, on Twitter that's all like, don't you hate it when you listen to a podcast and for the first fucking half an hour they don't talk about the subject? 
Uh, don't you have to build a rapport with the people listening to us, right? You know, There's you how many other that. fucking podcasts out there talking about fucking movies that you can listen to? I think it has to be like, you have to like the person or the people that you're listening to talking about that shit. Yeah. Hey, it's almost There's like- always, you know what, motherfuckers? There's a skip button by 30 seconds on your goddamn phones. <laughs> Although with yeah, that, you probably a- have to press it like 85 times to get to the Here's movie the thing. part. But- Anybody can talk about a movie and cover the, the facts about the movie. I would hope people tune we in talk for about the personality. Feelings. Yeah, right. we talk about yes, our feelings yeah. for this movie. Yeah, and speaking of feelings for this movie, I got I, I have hard feelings for this movie, yeah. I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so this book was written by Dennis Feldman, who just got off of writing The Golden Child. With Eddie Murphy. Yeah. That one. Wow. Isn't that weird? Hmm. You go okay. you write the golden child, then this. Right? That's an extreme jump, yeah. So then they picked to direct it Roger Donaldson, who directed uh-huh. Cocktail, The Getaway, and then right before this, Dante's Peak. Uh, okay, Cocktail, not a great movie, but The Getaway, that's pretty good. It's a good enough good, remake, yeah. right? That's uh, Dante's Baldwin Peak. And, uh, yeah, well, that was weird because you had Dante's Peak, and what was the other fucking, what was it, Volcano? Yeah, yeah. With Tommy Lee. Something. And this one, Dante's Peak had Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. But yeah. Volcano with Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Anne <laughs> Yeah. And Anne Hayes. <laughs> uh, so you had starring Natasha Henstridge, of course, who was a French model. This was her first role as an actor. Uh, she went on to be in two more of these movies and the whole nine yards. Just... My God, what a beautiful woman. And I generally beautiful. don't go for blondes, right? Yeah. But even yeah, when she no, dyes her hair brunette, I was like, when I saw the bottle, I was like, oh, wait a second. I was like, no, you know what? She's meant to be a blonde. She looks, yep. she's yep. just incredible looking in this movie. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Not a lot no, of No, she's a fucking her, a French model, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She was modeling in Paris. Mm. And then they're like, hey, you want to be in a movie? She's like, I can't mm. act. They're like, you don't need to act. That's okay. Just walk yeah. around half naked. Do you know how to act naked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, act like there's no camera. Take <laughs> off your clothes. That's what you got to do. But she's fantastic. You want to act like way. every guy's dream woman? Just where do I find men? I ha- we have to fuck right now. It's this funny. Is, you know what the, this movie is? E-T-D-T-F. E-T-D-T-F. <laughs> Yeah. AKA species. <laughs> you know what's funny about this movie is uh, I told my wife we're covering it because she does our cover art for the for the episodes yeah. now. And uh, I said, we're doing species. And she said, she's like, what's that? And I said, well, there's an alien that came to Earth and she's really hot. And uh, the problem is that she wants to fuck a dude. And it takes so long then- for her to fuck a dude. This is crazy, man. Well, Just- she's picky. No, 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 no. Just yes, go right there, is. lay down the fucking walk of fame, and just be like, who wants it? That's it. Tim, she's too picky. She wouldn't fuck the one guy because he's diabetic. Is that what it was? Yeah, you don't remember the, Tim. The first guy that she meets at the club, right? Takes her up to the house up in the Hollywood Hills. He takes a shower. He's got his shirt off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then, yeah, see, I, that's, oh, yeah. All right. I, I missed that because I was like, because all, all of a sudden her, like, her ears perk up. And I thought, like, she heard something or she got, like, a bad feeling. But, yeah, all right. Well, they don't. Sense, yeah. They, they talk about it more later. But, mm. yeah, she's, she's too picky. That's the problem. You see, here's the thing, Tim. All these women want a guy that's over six feet tall making over $500,000 a year. <laughs> 
<laughs> Driving like a BMW, the... but still sensitive and likes to cuddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. I would love to see the the species movie where it's a dude alien and he's just a fucking <sighs> incel because nobody wants to fuck. No, all once he breaks into the fucking cash drawer, he's got his fucking problem solved. That's it. That's true. Yeah. Just pick up a couple of the chicks in front of the motel, and he's good to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Hang outside Joe Biden's, uh, Hunter Biden's house. Pick <laughs> up, uh, yeah. just, just party with Hunter Biden. At that point, man. they're half price, yeah. Good point, Jim. Uh, so then, talk about casting for this movie, by the way. Ben Incredible. Kingsley. Ben what was Kingsley. the movie that he did before this? What was the two movies that he did before this? Because... I'm really curious about that. So for the <clears throat> listeners, though, Tim, Ben <clears throat> Kingsley, probably best known for playing Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, he did. Right? Uh, yeah, he he did a Parker Stevenson. Oh, oh I'm, getting, <laughs> Fisher, I'm getting Parker yeah. Fisher Stevenson. Parker Stevenson yeah. from the Hardy Boys and Baywatch. And then uh, he also did uh, Schindler's List, of course. Yeah, and uh, don't tell me Schindler's List was before this fucking movie. It had to have been House of Fog, isn't it? Not House of Sand. No, Jennifer Conley. House of Sand and Fog. Oh, all right. Well, well, (laughs) we got it together. We ended up there. Oh, he's in Iron Man three. Also, I gotta watch one of those. uh, Oh my god, he plays a fucking uh, the Manchurian, an Asian Uh... dude. He's also a bloody buddy, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, Schindler's List 93, Tim. So two years before Species, he did Schindler's List. Oh, my God. Right? So he does Schindler's List. Get this. Schindler's List, Death and the Maiden, right? Species, and then Moses, uh, the TV miniseries. He plays Moses. Wait, how is Ben Kingsley Moses? He's not Moses. He's Moses. In He's the not TV fucking Moses. No, 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 no. Moses. Come on, come on. Everybody right now, religious or not, close your eyes and think about Moses. It's the exact yeah. opposite of Ben Kingsley. What the fuck? He can't Agreed. carry those fucking tablets. That's why he dropped that fucking extra tablet. Yeah. <laughs> I bring you these 15, 15 commandments. Oh, wait. Oh, 10, 10 commandments. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, he was also the narrator in the 2007 uh, movie, The Ten Commandments. So, okay. What a weird career this man has had. But he is a bloody buddy, Tim. He was in Blood Rain. Oh, that's right. He played the head vampire. <laughs> that's yeah. right. All right, so dude is just like, you know what? I'll take any paycheck. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just like, listen, I need to build a new kitchen. Yeah, I I, I was only Gandhi Sign once. The There's no fucking sequels to coming out of Gandhi, so I got to make money somehow, right? <laughs> Although the, the, the fucking the, the Gandhi. UHF. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that one, right? The Weird Al movie, UHF. A long, long time ago, yeah. They had a, remember they had the little sketch that was Gandhi too. This time he's back and he's pissed. <laughs> he was fucking killing people. Yeah. All of a sudden he just pulls out that fucking white sheet and just starts whipping people with it. Yeah. My my favorite joke from UHF, and you could never do it today, is when the bad guy is trying to escape from the place, and he's like, "I know, I'm going to hide in the supply closet because there's mm-hmm. a door that just says supplies." And he opens it, and then these three Asian dudes pop out with karate geese on and say, supplies! Oh, God. <laughs> That's a Weird Al joke, yeah. That's a Weird Al joke for mm-hmm. you, buddy. So, Blame Weird Al, not Eddie, yeah. 
Yeah. So you mentioned it before, Michael Madsen, who plays Preston. He looks so fucking young in this movie. I he don't think does. I've ever seen him look this young before. Really? Hmm. He's a baby face compared to when you see him in Kill Bill. Holy yeah. fucking shit. It's like he yeah. fucking aged 65 years. I'll give you a Kill Bill. because uh, So this is like two, no, three years after Reservoir Dogs. Because Reservoir Dogs was 92. He looks more young in this. He does. He does. And then he was in Thelma and Louise. That was 90? Was it? That long ago? Oh, my God. 90, 91. I got to look it up now. And he was in Donnie Brasco, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 91. Thelma and Louise. Holy shit. Damn, we're old, buddy. Yeah. We need Damn to it. just go fucking die, man. <laughs> uh, so you got Michael Madsen in there playing Preston and Forrest Whitaker playing Dan. Another one. Holy shit. This, this is a really fucking stacked cast. I mean, it falls off immediately from there. Though. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, look, especially the Forrest Whitaker character. He's his whole fucking thing is kind of stupid because there's yeah. some things that he automatically knows and there's other things that he doesn't know. And at one point he's touching the fucking ground for some reason. And like, it yo. sucks because he's such a good actor. Like it's really, he's lost here. They're, they don't give him mm-hmm. a lot of fun. shit. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of, when he starts getting drunk at the end, they let him have a little bit of fun, but yeah. Yeah, for the most part, um, yeah, it's no last King of Scotland. No, no, of course. Last King of Scotland, of course, he was in, in uh, Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic movie, if you yep. haven't seen Jim that. Jim Jarvis, yeah. Yep, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, Panic Room. He was in that if, for horror. He's good, yeah, he's good in Panic Room, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And that's, as far as, like, credits go, that's really the big Alfred people. Molina. Doc Ock. Alfred Molina. Yeah, true, true. And was, Marge uh, Elgenberg, which I know her from a bunch of things, but I keep getting her mixed up with a bunch of other actresses at the same time. Yeah, Marge Helgenberg that plays uh, the forgettable doctor that's part of their squad. With red hair, but the worst haircut I think of. This, it's got to be a wig that she's wearing, right? There's no way that's her, that's her hair at that time. They put a wig on her just because I don't I know do why. Man. You know, I'm, because I'm, I'm going back through, I'm looking at her credits. So you got her in Blind Vengeance, right? 94. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you've got her in Bad Boys, 95. And Species. That's, That's it? crazy. No, I'm, she I'm had just saying TV for around shows, the Because I, I, whenever I see yeah, her, I always think she was in China Beach for some reason, even though I know that's not her. It's the other Delaney. No, she was in China Beach. She was, she was uh, Casey Kowalski. Okay, my mind is blown because I always kept thinking to myself, all right, stop no, 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 it because her. you're getting her mixed up with the chick that's in China Beach, but that's no, Kim that's, Dela- that's Dana DeLaney that's in it. In China Beach? In China Beach, right? Isn't it? Was Dana DeLaney? Okay. Yes, now I, you thought got she was the, I thought she was, the main, she was the main star. Yeah, okay, so both of them. Yeah, you got Dana DeLaney who plays wow. Colleen and then mm. Marg Helgenberger who plays KC. So, yeah, both mm. of them, Tim. Okay, all right, thanks. Yeah. Now, there's another show people just don't talk about anymore, China Beach. It was huge when it came on, too. It was. It was fucking massive. But that was, also, that was before cable, so you had like three channels to watch. So a good chunk of the country yeah. was watching something that was on ABC, NBC, and nobody's watching what was on CBS. No. And I'm not seeing any uh, SVU for her here. But she was an Aaron Brockovich, so that's close. 
All right, well, there's probably somebody in Aaron Brockovich who ended up on SVU. So I can do three degrees of SVU you, for uh, Marge Helgenberg. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you this, though, Tim. She did 21 episodes of CSI Vegas. Hmm. Okay. No, I'm just trying to think. So you, who's Just who's in this movie? Oh, wait. I, oh, wait. <clears throat> Uh-oh. I don't want to embarrass myself, but I'm pretty sure that Alfred Molina was in the Law and Order SVU. He was! Oh, he was! No. He was! Oh, he was his go. rich mom! That's right, he was some kind of like fucking like <laughs> fucking scientist who was coming up with this stuff. He ended up raping some woman, but his rich mom tried to protect him. But, oh yeah, that's right, he was in Law and Order SVU. So, boom! One degree from this fucking movie, and I got you at Law and Order SVU. I'm fact checking you on this one, mm-hmm. too. Alfred Molina, he was in. Law and Order SVU. He was mm-hmm. in one episode. He played Gabriel Duval in mm-hmm. 2005, too. You nailed a it. Smart scientist, right? Something like that. Uh, it was in an episode titled Night. Benson and Stabler have a suspect, but not enough evidence when a serial rapist preys on undocumented immigrant women and Tracy Kieber uh, is brought in to work on the case. One degree, baby. Told you. Nice. Well done, <laughs> Tim. Well done. Again, I, this is your your like uh, your savant. Uh, in, yeah, I yeah, I, I posted on. Yeah, my I am indeed savant when it comes to low known SVU. <laughs> Nothing that can actually be helpful to the human race or put money in my wallet. But yeah, yeah. you give me this any like, star, I can give you within three within three steps. I can get to law and order. Fuck you, Kevin Bacon. We open. On the sky with this beautiful green shitty mist like from <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> and then we see the uh, SETI, which is uh, a real project program <laughs> where we're effectively just trying to capture like radio signals <laughs> bouncing around in outer space and see if there's anything out there. Well, <laughs> apparently... We found something, yeah. It's well, like contact. It, oh, well, yeah. No, this is sexual contact. This is absolutely sexual <laughs> contact. Hopefully it's not her father. Jesus Christ. So, and we, so far we're in the dark. We have no idea what's going on. We just see that this young girl wakes up in Magneto's prison. Michelle Williams, by the way, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that played the young girl? I saw her name. I was like, I know that name. I know that name. You're and right, then when yeah. I saw her... Uh, isn't it weird how some people look at her face and look at her face now? She looks almost exactly the same. It's that's to me, it's, there's something that's so weird about kids that when they grow up, that they still look like when you see them at like six years old, seven years old, they still mm-hmm. look basically the same. Except you know they look a little bit bigger. But you see her face in this movie and what she looks like now, it's almost exactly the same. I'm thinking, What's who else? Crazy. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, right? Corey Feldman. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he looks a little rough. Mm. Now, this is what's crazy, Tim. I'm looking at an internet movie database. She did in 2011 My Week with Marilyn. I think on Marilyn Monroe. She played yeah, Marilyn yeah. fucking Monroe, Tim. I think I watched that movie, yeah. God damn. The resemblance is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Gotta say. I think the last thing she was in was uh, The Fablemans. That Steven Spielberg movie where she played his mom. Yeah, yeah. Look how Mitzi. look at that. She went from she went from baby species to Steven Spielberg's mom. Yeah, to Venom. 
So. Oh, that's right. She's in both she of ran, them. Yes. She ran the gamut. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking things you could be in. So, okay, they got him in Magneto's prison from X-Men. And we see that some of these fucking hazmat dudes come in. Now, if you're going to gas something to death, right, don't label the can cyanide. Well, I'm just wondering how she knows what cyanide is. That's That's true. That's a very good point. Just like for a couple and, of days, go have a couple of guys go out there, put some spray in it. Oh, this smells like chocolate ice cream. Oh, that smells like French fries. Oh, what is it? Mm-hmm. I wonder what this one smells like. Oh, uh, 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 dead. <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> she would have no context for understanding what cyanide was. That's a good point. <laughs> so all of them are like looking around. They're like, are we really going to fucking kill this little girl? And we pan up to uh, our buddy Ben Kingsley, who plays uh, Xavier. So Professor X. Uh, is that his name? killing... No, it isn't. His name is... Yeah, it's Xavier Fitch. His name is Finch. Yeah, 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 that's right. Finch. Xavier Fitch. Mm. And uh, he gives him the nod. And uh, it's almost ironic to see the guy from Schindler's List gassing somebody. Two years later. You know, if you live old enough, you become a villain. You end up becoming the Nazi that you... (laughs) So we kind of gas her. She fucking, like, super jump flips out of the the prison after she busts it open. All right, here's my question. Are they testing her abilities, or are they actually trying to kill her at that point? Because... They're trying to kill her because he he says later on that they're terminating the, the the project because she got to a certain point where they were not able to get any more data off of her and they thought that she was a danger. Okay, all right, well. So they were they, when they were trying to flood the room with uh, uh, cyanide poisoning. Uh, they were trying to kill her. Just uh, so. do the fire thing that we see halfway through this movie. Much more effective, I would imagine, right? The logic of this movie of how her physiology and how you kill her works makes no sense. Mm. We'll, we'll get to it, though. So, okay. So she, you know, gets the fuck out of there, runs, damn near gets fucking killed by a goddamn train because she almost gets stand by me on her way out. <laughs> and then just, like, falls down on the ground, and she wakes up about to be raped by a dude in a train car. Yeah, uh, before we mentioned this guy before, the the hobo with a set of gold teeth. Yeah, the hobo with the teeth of gold, not a heart of gold. Because <laughs> he was about to fucking rape this poor girl. Anyhow, so uh, she fucking picks him up and, like, throws him at the corner of the train car, and it folds him in half the wrong way. And it looks fucking good when she kills him. It looks bloody as shit, dude. He looks like a fucking, like he just got run through a trash compactor. It looks fucking great. Uh, So she, you know, goes through his shit. Then train stops somewhere. She pops out, hits up the convenience store. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get something to eat here or whatever. Yeah, she's a fast learner. She finds out what money is. Yeah, because yeah. she's, she, and you, they do that. That That is one thing you're right, Tim, that, that I like they do with the movie is they'll kind of casually just show her watching people do shit. Mm-hmm. We never see like Michael making... Myers looking at somebody drive a fucking car in Halloween. But it's a good point. But no, she figures out quickly how you have to use money. She doesn't really figure out denominations. She doesn't understand credit cards, though. She sees the credit card, but she doesn't understand the credit card. She eventually uses a credit card, but not she really well. She uses it once, and she she basically gives it away to the guy. That's what, yeah. Uh, yeah, is that? yeah. I like that guy, too, by the way. 
uh, he was an interesting guy. He looked like he should have been in other stuff, right? He, when he was on the screen, he was a presence. Yeah. He, he was looked, something. You know what he? You know what he looked like? He looked like he would do like stunts for John Waters. Uh, see, I was thinking more of a tall, skinny, meth head Jim Jarvis. Mm, okay, I could. I was just going mainly off mm. of the mustache that he was working with. When was the last but, time we mentioned Jim Jarvis two times in a podcast? That's a good. I don't think Jim Jarvis has been mentioned two times in any podcast, <laughs> and Jim Jarvis has a podcast, so that makes no fucking sense. He's just going, "Hey, it's me. You know who it is? Smoke a hey, cigarette and have some coffee. Yeah, it's me, Double J, and I don't mm. mean Jeff Jarrett. So, Jim Jarvis here with my with my show. I, yeah, that, that I wouldn't listen to that podcast. I don't. Eh, think. celebrities having podcasts. That's fuck that. Can I tell you, leave something for us, fun. people. Come on. I got a real fun thing that happened to me the other day, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, celebrities and podcasts and stuff, is I'm sitting here, uh, might have been a little high. Possible. Yeah. And I get a, uh, a phone call on my phone, which is where you usually you get them. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, the name on the caller ID said Zach Morris. <laughs> Zach Morris. Is that guy from Saved by the Bell? Yes, Tim. That's Mark Paul Gosselaar's character from Saved by the Bell. Mark Paul That's Gosselaar. that guy's name? Yeah, that's his real name, Mark Paul Gosselaar. Who, by the way, co-stars in Dead Man on Campus. So I'm my mind is already halfway uh, fucking that's fried. That's I got it. Okay. Now all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, the guy from Dead Man on Campus is calling me, but he has his character from Saved by the Bell's name on his collar ID. Wait, is what he Homelander? Fuck? No. No, he looks like Homelander, but he's not Homelander, Tim. That's a very <laughs> good comparison. <laughs> uh, no, Mark Paul Gosler, he's also in the fantastic movie... Um, what was it? The twelve somethings of Christmas, twelve dates of Christmas. We covered that again on Ed and Matt on Camp. Okay. You got to watch that, Tim. I, I told uh, you when when the podcast is finished, when you finally cover yeah. this in time, I'm going to binge watch. I'm going to binge when, when listen when to all the episodes. Yes, yeah. it's it's Tim. It's fantastic, buddy. It's a it's a great show. So okay, <laughs> she steals somebody's fucking luggage, sneaks her way into the train like robs the little fucking area where they go get all of the food and everything mm-hmm. smart right yeah. right she's she's good she's Steals, yeah. like a shitload of pudding that she's just like sticking her fingers into and smearing on her face and then at least she didn't do like the uh amy klobuchar and uh do it with the her comb so yeah that's true <laughs> now i don't want to call I know he's got a bad reputation, but I don't want to call Kevin Spacey a thief. But in this movie, the the girl takes the banana and she bites into it skin first sideways. Yeah. Which, Tim, you'll recall in the year 2001, the movie K-Pax. I've only seen bits and pieces of that movie because even at that time, even though like nobody really knew about Kevin Spacey, and I was I considered myself kind of like, oh, if Kevin Spacey's in the movie, I want to see because he's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I went nope. Yeah. So K Pax for for the listeners who are uh, not ancient, it was a movie where Kevin Spacey played a guy who was either mentally ill or an alien, mm-hmm. and there, he one of his quirks why couldn't is he be he, both? He could be. That's true. 
Um, That's why they dumped though. his ass here. They did a fucking Cuban thing where they got rid of... <laughs> so Planet got rid of all his mental patients and said K-Pak's here. Yeah. Yep, yeah, hey, there you go. Send him out that way. He'll take care of that shit. No, the only reason I remember is because it was in the trailer for the fucking movie. He bites a banana sideways. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you stole that from Species, mm. you piece of shit. Because the little girl bites the banana, stupid. And the lady, the nice, the poor nice lady, by the way, the ticket taker. Gives her a fucking discount, doesn't fucking ID her. Now, I want to, no. she's nice, but she's also, she's not very smart doing a job. Because, yeah. The kid doesn't answer anything. Oh, you're traveling by yourself? Is somebody coming to pick you up? And, oh, I'm going to give you a discount on your goddamn ticket, too. Yeah. Well, we'll say you're under 12, so your ticket's half Plus, you're saying in a fucking nice private car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding, man. That's got to cost, dude, even back then, 90 fucking five. That it has, yeah, it has to be more money that's in the fucking, uh, the tourist car. With the fucking yeah. uh, the cash register that she stole the money oh, from. Oh God, the petty cash that yeah. she fucking stole. Yeah, but dude, what she gets because that's what she gets to the fucking uh, the hotel and shit. She's peeling hundos. I'm like, where the fuck? Well, did she, she get that was money? walking down the street in a oh, wedding dress. A good... so. <laughs> Which I have a bone to pick with that because I don't think there's any yeah. street in L.A. because this is supposed to be L.A. that she's walking down in, right? Mm-hmm. There yeah. is no street in L.A. that is that busy with pedestrians. Not anymore, no. Not e- not at any point. You're not going to tell me even no. in the '70s there weren't that many fucking people. It looks like it looks like a, I swear it looked like to me it was like oh that looks like Times Square. With that many people mm-hmm. walking around, I'm thinking maybe Chicago could muster this many people on like a busy yeah, street during no, the day. No, but... no, no. I've I've walked around downtown LA a few times. It's never fucking looked like that. Yeah. I mean, there, there. But you know what it is. Whenever they portray LA in a movie, Tim, it was always like either you have like just your crunchy like hippie-ish LA snob dickhead mm-hmm. or you've got the like all this the idiots holding the signs up that are like put me in your movie and they're dressed like a cowboy or that kind of bullshit well this says it a little bit because if you look at the people who are walking up and down the street when she's doing it on Hollywood Boulevard or Walk of Fame mm-hmm. whatever it is there is such a mix of people there's like businessmen with fucking three-piece suits and fucking briefcases there's like a fucking mime in yeah. the background and all that other stuff. I'm just, no, these people are just not going to meet in L.A. at the same time. On the, on no, the sidewalks. everybody that I saw in L.A. was uh, sitting down with a MacBook working on their screenplay, or sitting down with a sign saying "Give me money." Or yeah, they were they were laying down with a fucking dog shit pillow or something. That's a scary fucking joint, too. By the way, it gets rough down there, man. Uh, <laughs> the last time I we lived in Times Square. Yeah, well, that's going to be a little bit worse, I'm sure. So, <laughs> so okay. Now, our boy Xavier, Fitch, I'll just call him Fitch. Our boy yeah. Fitch, he's Which like, is a okay, funny story because I watched a little bit of this movie for the second time with the director's commentary uh, with mm-hmm. Michael Madsen. It seemed like Michael Madsen and Ben Kingsley were kind of like bumping heads throughout this movie. And mm. at one point, he says, Michael Madden says that when they're doing something where he's looking at a computer, he kept putting a sign of the Grinch on the screen. A sign of the Grinch? A picture okay. of the Grinch. Because it Why? rhymed with his last name. And oh, the director's Finch like, that's Grinch. not his last name. His last it's name is Fitch. Fitch. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right. That's why he was mad at me. And there's also another scene mm. where they're getting out of a car and they had to fight who was going to be in the front seat of the car when they get out of it. 
Michael mm. Madsen's in the front seat. Kingsley. Jesus. Yeah. Come on. You're Gandhi. I'm fucking Reservoir Dog. If you wanted to put up an ugly picture of something that rhymed with the last name of that character, you should have put up a picture of Roseanne Barr. <laughs> rhymes with Fitch, right? Yeah. Oh, um, god damn. She really fucking fell off, huh? What a piece of shit. Uh, just amazing. When you, you have to wonder which one is the... Uh, just you watch the original show Roseanne because I know you're too you're too young Eddie, but that was a, no I watched it, was a, it. yeah it, it was, was a good show, show. Yeah, yeah exactly it was a, how many people watch that show and like that's my fam- that's how we live and everything like that compared to all the other shows show. at the time and that then was on the just to do this writers, so yeah that's true yeah because she wasn't she was well yeah she just was the main character which uh, she was a producer at one point but yeah but I mean at one point she had Norm Macdonald writing on there like. Fucking there you go. That's how he got his start in Hollywood. That's why he always was kind of friends with Roseanne because he so, oh, was man. To so her she gave us she gave us Norm Macdonald, but she also gave us Tom Arnold. Yeah, I know. It's a wash, right? Would you say she also made a uh, uh, Laura Metcalf a, a household name, the sister? Uh, I will say. Well, she introduced her because she's she's yeah. fucking incredible. She's a real. She's fucking always okay, good in whatever you know what? she's in. Net positive, then I'll yeah. take her and Norm McDonald and John and Goodman, exchange. right? And John Goodman, fantastic mm-hmm. actor. Yep, yep. Uh, Sarah Gilbert, and DJ, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, he went on to do a lot, right? <laughs> it's like I heard uh, David Faustino complaining they were going to do some animated reboot of Married with Ch- Children. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm available to do the voice of uh, Bud, and they just didn't get back to him. <laughs> They're like, we don't even need Bud. Well, we can pay, we, they don't have David Faustino money, right? Yeah, no, they don't have Faustino money. Ed O'Neill money, sure. Mm. Uh, Katie Seagal money, absolutely. By the way, dude, you're talking about smoke shows that continued being hot forever? Holy fuck. All the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, and she's today, in the new. And she's in the today. new Roseanne too, and she's still fuck yeah. Yep. Tell up to fucking today how she found the fountain of youth or something. Man, I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe maybe she's a species. Just imagine what chicks are going to look like fifty years from now, right? With if if women now are well, like 50, 60 years old and they're looking this good, they look like they're thirty or forty. Yeah. Which I don't know if that sounds like an asshole with me saying that, but well, just, that's that'll be good because then by then my wife will be dead. All the hot ones will be like 50. I'll be mm. 90. So it'll be perfect. Yeah, old people love to fuck, man. Yeah. So. I mean, I, you know, I. So I don't being mind like it. 70 years old and looking like a 50 year old Katie Seagal? Win win, right? You could you could do a lot worse, man. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> so oh, anyway, man. a movie called So Species, our buddy yeah. our buddy Fitch is putting together a crack team to go hunt her down, right? So he gets Forrest Whitaker's character, who is kind of a psychic. But no, he not. isn't. No, he isn't. Oh, they at one point they find a fucking car that they know that she stole, right? Mm-hmm. It's on the side of the road out of gas. He says to the guy goes. She got out and she walked. No fucking shit, Sherlock! <laughs> uh, which way did she go? Uh, she went in the direction the car's facing on this highway. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think at any point, at any no, point, he he's fucking thing really does, he does. does anything. When he's, 
Wendy is introduced, it works. Because Ex- that's the talking, first thing, yes. That's the only time his fucking shit works. When somebody knocks on the door and he's like, oh, I should get that. That's for me. It's important. And his yep. therapist's like, what? What? Yeah, that's the only... So, okay. He's in... He's an empath, apparently. And what that means is that he can feel things. Mm-hmm. So that's how I guess you explain like emotions to autistic people is that he has a magic power that makes him feel what other people feel. If it, yeah, it's just if you're going to do this, you have to make him full on psychic, right? Where he like yes, he closes his eyes and he can connect up because you gave her you gave him something that she held on to while she was in that fucking right, biodome. Right? Exactly. Make her a fuck. Make him a psychic. That's it's that easy. Don't well, go don't half measures they... on this fucking science fiction movie. We got a fucking alien kid who's fucking aging out on a fucking train. Yeah, and that's the other thing. We because he shows them. He's like, all right, here's what happened. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they were given a, a DNA. Well, first of all, the, this is where I call bullshit on this movie. This is number insane. one. The first transmission they get is a recipe for some element that'll allow them to create unlimited clean burning ethanol for free. Well, if I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm buying into this because they're like, yeah, oh, fuck, right. Oh, I guess they do have a species. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so then he sent, then it sends them down a, a DNA strain mm-hmm. that can be melded sexual with contact man it's sexual contact it is so they take and they they've also figured out how to make the dna strand uh-huh. and then they inject it into a human zygote they do it to a hundred of them of which what was it four of them ended up being no i think viable. it was like 12 of them were viable and something happened something happened they didn't yeah. split like they have four of them frozen I know that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, they put, yeah. They put a couple on ice for like leftovers. One of them they just fucking lost. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know. And this one <laughs> is is her. So we also learned that she ages rapidly. Yeah, very very rapidly. Right? I think it was like in one month she looked like she was like eight. It was crazy. Yeah, she's up there because yeah. I think she goes from Michelle Williams to Natasha Hendricks in well, like not even one train stop. Yeah, yeah, mm. because she goes to, she gets on that train and uh, just like carbo loads, right, with with a shitload of fucking food. Mm-hmm. And then the poor lady, the poor ticket taker lady walks in. She's like, God, no, it smells like no, somebody no, no, dumped. No, 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 This is her problem because when you walk into a room, Eddie, and you see a gigantic fucking pussy that's hanging from the ceiling that's pulsing. That's fair. You turn around and walk the fuck out, right? There ain't well, nothing you're going to do to help that little girl. If you just well, first of all, the little girl's not there anymore. You yeah. don't see the little girl. Well, right? she's, she's looking gone. for the little girl, and she sees this fucking okay. gigantic fucking thing pulsing on the goddamn ceiling. Right. So, uh, Tim, I'm, I'm you're putting me there. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. go there mentally. Mm-hmm. Okay, you so see I a work, huge pulsating take, pussy sitting on the all right, ceiling. So I take yeah. my pants off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been fine. I, at one point, I do have dinner. I don't care at this point. I'm I'm still going for it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so she walks in there and then it like reaches out and grabs her and you think like pulls her into the egg sack whatever the it's fuck. a pussy the pussy pulls this is all designed by h a uh what's it uh h h guy yeah so yeah so come on yeah 
who uh, also that train sequence. Oh my god! No, no, I don't look. If you don't want to see a great science fiction movie, if you don't want to see a beautiful woman naked throughout, maybe about like thirty five percent of this movie, good shots of mm-hmm. her. Just for that mm-hmm. train sequence with the fucking alien yeah. train? Holy fucking shit. Yeah. So the little fun fact about that on Internet Movie Database, so we'll see how valid it is, mm-hmm. I don't know, was basically that MGM didn't want to shoot that Nightmare Train sequence mm-hmm. because they thought they needed to keep the cost down on it. So Geiger was so pissed off about it. He's like, no, this has to be in the movie. Apparently, he fronted $100,000 to finance that scene being put into the movie. It, for me, it, it it makes this movie, whatever you want to give it, like if you want to give it a five stars, it makes it six stars. If you want to give it nine stars, it's now a it's, ten stars. Yeah. Just because of that fucking scene. It's incredible. It's a fantastic so good. set yeah. piece. It looks so good. Yeah. And, and that's... That's the other thing. This is another one of them where, again, you've got early CGI and you've got practical effects. That's done well, yes. Yeah. There's only a couple of them where you look at it and go, oh, that looks a little bit dated. And that's kind of like towards the end where they're doing the big shit with the fire and all that other stuff. But Yeah, that that gets a little rough. But again, this is also not intended to be watched in 1080p. True. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the other thing. So, you know. 1995, man. Come on. You got to give it a little slack on that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So she, the thing, the, the vagina thing, like, eats the poor ticket taker lady, then spits her out, and then our girl just emerges from the vagina thing. With a clean naked. uniform. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> she comes out naked, but then after that, the uniform yeah. is, oh, my God, fucking sexy not only is fucking it a, train lady, huh? Not only is it a clean uniform, but it fits. Never did I think I had a fucking train fetish, but now, like, I want to be on the thing. I want her to come in. Like, do you have a ticket? Like, no, I don't. Look, man, 50 million autistic people can't be wrong. There's some good shit going on with trains, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. What the fuck does that got to do with autism? Trains. They like trains for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. I'll take your word for it's... it. Hold on. Let me pull up something for you real quick. I'm going to pull up some Thomas the Train Engine fan fiction for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I'm not going to show it to you, Tim. Mm-hmm. I just Googled Thomas the Tank Engine, who, for the listeners, that's a, uh, that, that's a, I guess, a live-action fucking puppet show about a train. Is that the one I think I can? I think I can? No, that's the little engine that could. Oh, uh, okay. No, this is the one that had Ringo Starr was the conductor, and then it was George Carlin. So anyhow, oh, I'm not, we're not going to read them. Yeah. Oh my, we're not going to read them. Oh I just searched God. for it's it. So, I'm looking; it's so fucking dense. The writing. Look at Tim, those posts. Oh my God, those fucking that, posts are like fucking 500 words each one. Look at that. Well, yeah, each one. No, no, no. Look at this one right here. Tim is 12,020 words. Oh my God. This one's 9,000. This one's 72,000. Oh. Tim. There are, I'm going to say roughly 25 to 50 on this page, Tim. It's, yeah, it's... Look at the number of them. There are 2.2 thousand fan fictions for Thomas the Tank Engine on fanfiction.net. Okay, no. So, just just Mm. so you you know, there are a lot of fans of trains out there. Some of them sexually, Tim. So, you're in good company is all I'm saying. (laughs) What do you mean I'm in good company? I didn't say anything about trains. 
you know, you said you found the train thing sexy. So, okay. Because she's in the train outfit. <laughs> the I outfit, yes. Not the train yeah, itself. Yeah. Tim, she could wear a fucking burlap sack and she's hot as shit. The most ridiculous fucking wedding dress you've ever seen in your life. And she's still, oh my fucking God. I love God, that. Yes. Okay, okay. I love this scene because it reminds me of something my wife told me. So she, okay, she's, she's in downtown LA, right? She's walking at the, at, at the Boulevard of Broken Dreams at the corner of Hollywood and Vine, right? Where all the freaks are. And they're talking about like, oh, she was on her way to LA. Well, everything is permissible in LA. That's I mean, a blonde like, in LA, how the fuck are you going to find that? Yeah, well, that's a good point. Uh, the only place to be harder to find her is fucking Dubai. So they. And speaking of Dubai, she she finds this this like a uh, uh, clothing store, like a, a bridal store. Walks in there, gets this like Russian mail order bride outfit. Well, all right, hold on, because you have to imagine she's buying a wedding dress on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, that would be the equivalent yeah. of going to Times Square to buy mm-hmm. a wedding dress. Yeah. So you ain't getting you probably ain't getting not that, good. Yeah, you're not getting that many pics. Plus, it's like cost a hundred fucking dollars, which even nineteen ninety five hundred dollar wedding dress, no. Yeah, that'd be what? That'd be like three hundred maybe nowadays. Maybe four hundred dollars, even five hundred if you want to thank Joe Biden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she gets this fucking bonkers wedding dress and puts it on. Again, though, Tim, wood. Hell yeah. Completely wood. Yes, 100%. There's no doubt. You know what, Tim? I'll tell you what. I'll I'll be so bold as to say this. She could walk around wearing nothing and I'd still like it. You know, it would take you a little getting used to, but yes. (laughs) I'd be perfectly Uh all right with it. There's so many points on my notes where I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'd still do it. Yeah, I, I'd still keep going. Yeah, uh, uh, at this and, point, in for a penny. Right? Well, this is the part where it gets a little scary because she starts noticing babies. And I'm like, ah, uh-huh. shit. Starting to kick in that biological <sighs> clock. See, this is why pro tip guys go get a vasectomy and then just don't tell anybody. Well, well, the way that she's growing, yeah, her clock is ticking. Like She's like, oh, like yeah. maybe like hours. She's got that big doomsday clock that they that they keep moving. All right, no, wait, hold on. Here's a question I have. She's in all, she's in the next two movies, right? Yeah. Why isn't she like 95 years old by the time she Why gets isn't to she part three? Dead? Well, Tim, I have that note. I was like, if they just wait for an hour, she's going to be too old, and nobody's going to want to fuck her in L.A. Yeah, but no, she's going to do 30. a fucking fruit fly thing. She's going to fucking live for like two hours and reproduce the next yeah. generation. So. That's true. Yeah. So, okay. Then, then while the, she, she walks across the street, and this is very downtown LA, I'll give them this one. Uh-huh. She finds like the pump and dump in. It's like the grossest fucking motel, dude. And With the I'm nicest like, yeah, fucking hotel, LA. dude, you've ever seen in any of these hotels, right? Well, sort of, because she, she's all like, yeah, I'm foreign, I need a room. And he's like, yeah, $65 a night. She whips out this bundle of cash. And he's like, yeah, that'll do. And he takes it Well, you get the off. bridal suite, yeah. Well, I mean, she's dressed up for it, so. That's fair, yeah. So then, then she's like... Uh, all right, heads into the room, checks out some porno. What are you going to do? Because you know they got porno. Yeah, she's watching right. Skinamax, yeah. So while this is happening, the nerds 
decide like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Why don't we just make a clone of the alien DNA without, without the human? The human yes. See what we're dealing see with. See what happens. Yeah. See what we're, <laughs> what, we're, what we're fucking dealing with. Is, Gandhi is known for being peaceful, not smart. That's fair. This guy's not very peaceful, though. True. Yeah. Because he, so they go to put it to, to do the thing where you inject it into the zygote. I don't know what the zygote they're injecting it into is. If it's pure alien DNA, I guess they have an alien egg. Uh, I don't know. Well, at this point, we have what unlimited energy, right? So you can how much That's Bitcoin true. can you make with that fucking unlimited energy? Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. Why would you even need the Bitcoin though? If unlimited energy is free, the, what's the purpose of money? Well, you don't make any money off of unlimited energy for free. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's why they unlimited... kill the electric car. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. No. Hmm. Well, don't say that. <laughs> well, no, they didn't kill it. They just made it suck and they gave it to Elon. No, Musk. they just recalled them all. Yeah. Every yeah, single car on the road. <laughs> I love that shit, man. What a fucking piece of shit car. <laughs> fucking enjoy your trash car, you fucking morons that bought one. Enjoy. Enjoy your shit welfare car. No, 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 no. Have Look, fun. the people who bought the car, I think no, for the most them. part, they were trying to do, you know, they were trying to do something good for the environment, right? They're, they're, the, they're the beta testers, right? They're the ones who are going to make it better Neither for the, the next, like, all right. yeah. <laughs> you got that right, yeah. Tim. <laughs> but there's other companies that make electric cars, Tim. Yeah, but none of them shot a fucking car in the outer space like fucking heavy metal. Come on. That's my point, though, is that's what makes it suck. Mm-hmm. Is it's fucking Elon <laughs> Musk. He never got over things being random are the most fucking hilarious things in the world. So that's just where his brain is still at. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they make the fucking clone. They go to inject the zygote and the camera fucks up. So, of course, Red goes, she's like, I could fix the camera. You know, they're like, no, you can't do that. It's a union thing. We got a camera guy. What does he He's even only, matter? He only works. What the fuck does it even matter to fix the camera? Because we're going to find out that very soon you don't need a fucking microscopic camera no. to see what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. that's the, And they can look in the room. They can see in the room. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. So whatever. Michael Madsen and her pop in there to go fucking replace the camera. They, they do. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, shit. It's already fucking Too late. They dropped a screw. Yeah. It's going through uh, the meiosis or whatever the fuck cell replication it uses. Here's where this movie benefits from having a good cast because this is actually kind of suspenseful. Where they're all like with all this stuff because we got good. We got Ben Kingsley, Alfred Molina, Mm -hmm. and uh, the other two. But Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen, yeah, he's all right too. But yeah, Mm -hmm. the chick from China Beach, he's doing a good job. But it's actually suspenseful to what's going, what's going to be happening with the the countdown. the thing starts going fucking crazy in there and tentacle squirming like the, the that one Daedric god from Skyrim that's all just tentacles <laughs> and shit. And it's flopping all around going crazy. Fucking busts through the glass and Madsen's like, yeah, hey, let us the fuck out of here. We're gonna die, dickhead. You need some strong so glass, glass, right? The little yeah, girl it, busted out of that fucking glass biodome they had her in. Put yeah. a fucking double layer on that goddamn shit. Yeah. Well, Madsen tries to break out the glass window with a chair. That doesn't fucking work. Well, I hope so, not. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, Kingsley just like, boop, hits the button. He's like, all right, well, we're just going to burn the place down in two minutes. So that's that's how this goes. And you guys are locked in there. So sorry. I Isn't it kind of stupid to have a timer on it? 
just have the button where I hit it, and then that's it. The room is in flames because maybe two minutes is two a minute and thirty seconds I'll too long. You, I'll tell you what it is, Tim. It's OSHA regulations. Mm. It's the same reason they have to mm. label the strychnine. <laughs> OSHA, they have an inspector come by every fucking thirty days. Where's your strychnine? Is it properly labeled? Is it more than fifteen Wait, feet so away? So, are you working someplace where you have strychnine close at hand, where you're seeing the OSHA people coming to the point where it's annoying you? Daily. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, daily, buddy. So, all right. So, does doesn't matter. By the way, there's another nerdy scientist guy here that kind of looks like. I'm going to say like a mop top uh, dollar store Hugh Grant vibe we got going on here. I don't remember who he is at all that you're talking about. He's the guy that ends up fucking her at the end. Oh, is he, he a scientist? Yeah. Luckiest scientist ever. Yeah, yeah. So he fucking just finally reaches over and hits the button to let him out, right? Because Madsen, he rips the, the gas line out. He makes a flamethrower out of it. Yeah. He's trying to burn the shit. Pokes that it with work. a mop. Pokes it with a mop handle a couple of times. <laughs> that doesn't fucking work. So, yeah, I don't know, man. You'd need, like, some brass knuckles, maybe, or, like, a taser or something. Nothing. A razor but, blade. Uh, Cut that fucking alien's ear off, man. Come on. Yeah, something. <laughs> well, his music's not on, Tim, is the problem. <laughs> So, yeah, fucking dude hits the button. The nerd scientist opens the door. They go rushing out, hits it again, closes the door. The whole thing burns down. And they're like, all right, well, now we know that that alien DNA is a monster. What did you expect? Did you expect E.T. was going to come out? Like, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, Like I said, it's, well, I mean... It moves the plot along. It gets like an extra, what, 10 minutes of the scene? So it yeah, gets the yeah. movie moving. Because the movie moves along at a clip. It does. It does. Because we go immediately from that. There's no like, wow, that was crazy. We need to invest in No. Smash cut from mm-hmm. that to our girl, dolled up, walks up to the dude. She's like, where can I find a man? And he's like, dude, uh-huh. go around the corner to yeah. the... the Less the, the than filled... 30 feet is all it's going to yeah. take. <laughs> Go down to the filled holes club uh-huh. at the fucking end of the fucking block. Just, just head in there. So she pops by this club, dude, and immediately locks in on this one guy. And, dude, the guys in this club, by the way, the outfits they're wearing, the hair they've got uh, going on, Tim. Yeah, I mean, at that time, it was working, right? Yeah, it was. I guess that was the vibe at the time, man. Otherwise, that bounce is not going to let you in if you got a crazy, stupid fucking haircut. No, she gets in immediately too. Oh yeah, she gets in for like, free. You know, oh yeah. yeah, he's like, our mm-hmm. legs get in here, and I'm like, eh, legs aren't too bad too. I wasn't looking there, but I got you. So, this is maybe the last time that I've ever seen like leather hot pants, right? Yeah, this was maybe around the end of. Uh, the hot thing you comment on on a woman being her legs, too. Because for years... Was... No, wait, hold on, hold on. Because I can tell you exactly when the ass came into style. What year did mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez star in U-Turn by Oliver Stone with Sean Penn? Because that Ooh. was the year that did it. Because that fucking trailer has a fucking ass out of her in a short red skirt. 
like three fucking times. Oh, well, all right. So, we so were two, we're right. We're two years we're away right from there, the buddy. ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, this is the end of, of where it moved up from the legs to mm-hmm. the ass. And I got to tell you, I applaud that decision. I legs mean, it's nice. all good. I got no problem at all. Legs are nice, man. But, but, uh, mm-hmm. To quote the one Billy Gunn, I'm an ass man. So, kids, <laughs> whatever. I'll take whatever you throw my way. How about that? Yeah. So she locks in on this dude and just walks up. He's like, hi. And he's like, hey, what's up? Other chick fucking just stiff arms her ass like fucking mean Joe Green pops in there and is like, hey, I got a party to go to, but nobody to take me. Dude's okay, like, what right, do you do, Eddie? Done. What do you do? Because I have written down Both. a bird in the hand is worth two Natasha Hendricks in the bush. Mm, that's true. Yeah, right. Because you mean... got this. This one's guaranteed. This one's locked down. She she's jumping yeah, yeah, on yeah. your dick. But okay, there but is the this is... one who is incredibly okay, beautiful so, compared to so here's, this one. Is, here's she's not move. bad looking, but no, she's no Natasha. I'll tell you what the move is, Tim. When she's like, all right, we'll go back to your place. I got to go to the bathroom first. Mm-hmm. She leaves to go to the bathroom. You lock back in on Natasha Henstridge and you say, hey, listen. Oh, yeah. This girl's yeah. already down. Yeah. How how open-minded tick and liberated tock, tick are you? Tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> how, how can you convince me to get into you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what could I do to put me into you? <laughs> So, because the other girl's already down. Oh, right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you, if you're just like, look, we're going to do a little swoopy swap mix in thing tonight. How about that? Well, yeah. no, because I, I think that, was, that would be the quandary because you got Natasha who is showing you some interest in the club, right? And she mm-hmm. looks like that. And then yep. let's say she, Natasha's a 10. This chick is like, what, seven, seven and a half, mm-hmm. which, again, I'm going to sound like an asshole saying this, but compared to Natasha, but like you had yeah. the guaranteed one versus no, maybe so, that's Tim. That's why I'm saying, pal, shoot for the stars. That's why there you go. There you go. I don't want you wouldn't even go empty handed because you'd end up with something in your right. hand at the end of the night. It's, yeah, it's I think it was best described by Chris Farley and Tommy boy when he was in the restaurant and he figured out how to sell because he got the chick to put the wings in the fryer for him, even though the fryer was supposed to be off. And then David Spade's like, how the hell did you sell to her like that? You did so good. He's like, well, there was no risk. I have half of Meat Lover's Pizza in the back of the car. So either way, I'm good. Dude, you got half of Meat Lover's Pizza in the back of the car. You might as well shoot for the wings, too. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she does leave her alone. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you Ladies, how are you going to leave this fucking guy alone with Natasha? Right, you got you lock that shit down. You taking the shit home? What and I'm saying, pissing in the back of the taxi on the way home. What I'm saying, but it doesn't matter because Natasha goes in the bathroom and just fucking kills Yo, this bitch. She blows her so back cool. out better than anything this guy would have done. Literally from behind yes. me, she blows her back out because she just like fucking like juggernauts through the wall. The brick part With of the wall, I, not the fucking stall yes, from the left or the, the right. The yeah, that's where you expecting it to come. You think it's going to come underneath goes, or over, but no. Tim, she does the glory hole the hard way. Mm-hmm. She goes through the brick, not through the divider. <laughs> Holy shit. And just fucking right through her back and like rips her spine in half. 
Because when you see her, she's folded up like the hobo, just the opposite yeah. direction. <laughs> <laughs> and then so she walks out. She's like, all right, I'm going to try to, you know, get some dick. That guy's moved on. He's got his own shit going on. So she finds sleazeball, I guess, is the best way to describe the dude. No, Scummy no, because, guy. well, yes, he turned out to be that guy. But he's described as the bartender later on as probably the nicest guy in the club. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, yeah, that's not saying much. Yeah, that's not saying much. <laughs> the nicest guy in the club. Yeah, called it. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though, Tim. If you asked around L.A. in 1995 about Harvey Weinstein, a lot of people probably tell you, you know what? He's one of the mm. nicest guys I've met. I'll bet you there's probably tons of pictures of famous people and influ- influ- influential people influential. that you can find with pictures of Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. Who for some people it's going to say, hey, look, that means Hillary Clinton was uh, down with Harvey Weinstein but then there's pictures of somebody mm. else with Jeffrey Epstein and that doesn't mean anything because that guy was working on the cover to bust up Jeffrey Epstein see that's a really good like an abstract joke right because you could you, you could point out you could be like uh, yeah I really fucking hate the dickhead in the picture with Epstein mm. right and then you the listener if you agree with me or you like me and you're a uh, Republican let's say You'd be like, oh, yeah, he's probably talking about Clinton. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Or inversely, you could think, yeah, he's talking about Trump. Ha, ha, ha. But fooled y'all, it was Chris Tucker. Look, all I'm going to say is there's plenty <laughs> of pictures of Jeffrey Epstein with a lot of politicians except for one, Joe Biden. And that's because he was already asleep. That's true. Look at that. See? Yeah. A little bit of something for everybody. He goes, see? He goes to bed too early to fly out to the <laughs> island. Plus, he'd probably get lost on the way. So, it's okay. We love you, Joe Biden. I'll be voting for you, buddy. Hell yeah. Well, not a great choice, but the right choice. Yeah. yeah. Again, South Park nailed it. A giant douche or a turd sandwich. What do you want to vote for? Mm-hmm. Those are your choices every fucking mm. year. <laughs> oh, man. So, Okay. She goes up with dude to to it, and by the way, the way she hits on this guy, fantastic. She just walks out of the bathroom, takes her fucking shirt oh off, God. just walk around in a bra in the club. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld ripped them off, or she ripped off Seinfeld, whichever one. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it works. I don't know. And again, <laughs> at this point, you don't have to say anything, right? I'm foreign. That's all you have to say. My name is Rochelle Rochelle, speaking of Seinfeld. That's all you have to say. 1995? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been... You don't need to say anything. By the way, Tim, that episode of Seinfeld, 1996. Mm-hmm. See? With the bra. Yeah. Saying. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ripping off old species. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Anyhow... She gets in scuzzy dude's fucking car. They drive up to his house in the hills, which you know is just one of the producer of the movie's houses. <laughs> Probably, yes. Fucking roll into there. He's like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower real quick because I probably smell like the last girl I told I was going to give a job. So <laughs> I'll be right back. Showers. Comes back out. He's like, all right, get naked. We're fucking. She gets up to him. Gives him a whiff. Tim thought it was like ball odor or something. He wasn't sure what happened here. But apparently she was able to sniff out that this dude was diabetic. So she's like, no, don't want any of that dick. I, I, for real, I did not know why she, I just thought that there was just like something like she, like something was off on this. But I was like, what? But then I think. Well, it doesn't come up until later. 
right? Because what, what happens is then he tries to force himself on her. So she rams her tongue mm. through his mouth, out the fucking back of his head, and just kills her on the ground dead. So then she, like, steals his car, drives the fuck off, gets out of there. Our, our crew... They go down to the club because, you know, they figured out the motel she's in. They asked the guy working at the motel, where is she? Oh, she, she went to the club. Asks the bartender at the club, okay, where where is, have you seen this girl? Yeah, she left with, like you said, the nicest rapist in Hollywood, which she might have been. There's a, there's a lot of them, so that's a big crowd, let me tell you. Be proud, yes. Yeah, so he could be the nicest rapist in Hollywood. Who knows? Anyhow... They get up to the house, and when they're investigating, because she's gone, they find the dead body, then they're like, why the fuck didn't she fuck him? There was a dick right here. And then the lady's like, well, in rats, they can sometimes smell disease in each other, so they won't reproduce. Then a guy finds a needle. He's like, a needle, baby. He was a druggie or a diabetic. Then they pull out the little ampoule. Well, is that true? Because we had the bubonic plague. Yeah, but the rats didn't suffer from that. The lice that were on them had the bubonic plague. Too. Yes, but the rats need people, right? The more people That's you have, fair. the yeah. more rats you have, right? The more people who are producing garbage and refuge for you to mogo, to eat and uh, take uh, yeah. home in. That's true. So it is a kind of a symbiotic yeah. relationship. So yeah, yeah, maybe. Or maybe the, maybe the parasite gives them a thing like... Um, you know how uh uh what is it? The the cats, toxoplasmosis. Yes, yeah. If a rat eats that, then it no longer fears cats. Mm-hmm. Because the bug that's in them, the little virus thing has to get Incredible into the Incredible how that shit works, right? There's some fucking yeah, thing that's that crazy. The, I think there's a whole fucking thing. I remember reading a story about it, where there's a parasite that gets that a sheep eats and it doesn't affect the sheep, it just gets in the stomach, right? The sheep mm-hmm. takes a shit. And mm-hmm. ants eat that shit, which yeah. then makes that ant go crazy and crawl up to the highest part of a leaf, which then gets them eaten by some mm. bug that shits and then reproduces yeah. the what the what the sheep eats. Yeah, yeah. I saw a worm that had or a slug. There was a slug that had that fucking worm in it. You probably it's a famous fucking Oh the zombie show thing? Clip. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that shit is fucking freaky. Mm. <laughs> Fuck nature. So yeah, no, they figured out, oh, okay, well, he was diabetic, so she didn't want to fuck him, whatever. That, that's cool. So then while while they're having this conversation, she's having these fucking H.R. Geiger dreams about having alien sex and where they're like her as an alien and another alien wrapping around each other, fucking, and it's pretty hot, I got to admit. So... Then we cut something back, different, uh, she, right? Yeah, so you hit the random up. button on Pornhub. Yeah, you scrolled down <laughs> too far. You got to page fourteen in Pornhub. <laughs> so, so then she wakes up, right? Because she fell asleep out on the beach in, in in the car parked next to the beach. Which, by the way, they would have arrested you. You know, <sighs> arrested you at best. Anywhere. At best, she's a fucking incredible looking woman passed out in the fucking on the beach in a fucking beautiful fucking convertible. Yeah, that's true. I think they said she was in Santa Monica at the time. So, yeah, then she probably would have been... At the very best, she should have woken up without a catalytic, catalytic converter. I don't <laughs> think they were stealing them back then. 
Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. A, that's more of a modern thing. Stealing catalytic converters and, and uh, uh, what else did kids do now? Oh, now they do um, uh, nicotine pouches. That's the other thing kids are doing now. Wait, the you skulls? No, no, no. They're called Zyn. Z-Y-N. Yeah, it's a little... And they're... Yeah, it's a little pouch of nicotine. Yes. It's not tobacco. There's no tobacco in the pouch. It's just fucking nicotine. Which, well, I think that's pretty much skulls, which, yeah, it was like... Yeah, but these are flavored. They've got, like, uh, moonberry pie. Uh, I think there's charcoalberry fin. Um, <laughs> Every generation of kids are going to have something that's going to make them grow up with a fucking hole in their cheek, huh? Yeah, well, it's funny, though, because they can't sell it in California. Because we have all these pussy laws out here, and you can't have flavored tobacco in California. Oh, shit. So that shit's going for a premium. That's a... Tim. Yeah. Hold on a second, buddy. Eddie, I'll, I'll make a trade with you. You send me a bunch of fucking cheap weed. I'll send you a bunch mm-hmm. of fucking cheap nicotine patches. Yep, yep. And yeah. then what I'll do is I'll go out. There's an elementary school right by where I live. Mm-hmm. I'll just go sell yeah. them to all the kids out there. There you go. Win-win. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I'm getting rid of some of those noisy fucking kids from the school and uh, making some money on it. So anyway, she wakes up, gets out of her fucking car, and then just goes and gets hit by a car immediately. <laughs> just a, the craziest fucking hit and run, dude. Because she just like get like jettisoned off of this car, goes flying through this fucking like bus stop. She's just fucked, right? Well, we get but a then, good Samaritan. No Samaritan is as good as this, unless he's playing the long game. No, yeah. Well, come on. It's Natasha. Come on. At this point, you're like, she's hot enough Tim. that she has to have money, or she's married to somebody Tim. who has money. Okay, that's fair. Right? But this guy takes her to the fucking emergency room in his car, gives them the credit card, and is this just is, like, put it on my car. Oh, my God. This is the most incredible thing because I'm like, that's like, dude, that's fucking tens of thousands of fucking dollars. No health insurance. That's and you're I'm taking saying, to Tim. a fucking emergency room without even the ambulance. You're driving her there, but that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. expensive. And this is before Obamacare, too, so mm. it's even worse. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Another illegal alien getting health care. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, and that guy is paying for it—a taxpayer, mm, American guy having to pay for that shit. Yeah, in fucking California. We need to build a space wall. So, but I think the dude. Now, I, now I'm thinking about. It, I think the dude's playing the uh, the long con. Dude, come on. If he's like, look, bitch, I just paid twenty grand. If that's Roseanne Barr that got hit by that car. Aww. Nobody's putting their fucking credit card up for Huck. Come on, for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I also don't like Roseanne, so you know. Just anybody who doesn't look like Natasha who gets hit by a I car. I don't think I, Tim. I don't think I'd go to an ER and just give them my debit card and be like, "Hey, you know, whatever you need, run the bill up." <laughs> Here's I don't my pin trust number. Yeah. That much. <laughs> Yeah, anytime. By the way, pro tip for everybody. If you ever have to go to the emergency room and you get a crazy fuck bill from it, tell them to send you an itemized bill mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of it. Because all of a sudden, that like $16,000 will go down to like $2,000. My insurance company is questioning this bill. Can you send me an itemized bill as to why everything costs Bingo. so much? Done. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. that bill gets dropped real quick. It's pretty funny. Tell them you have a so podcast guy, also. That helps. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tell him you're a famous podcaster. So, okay. So, fucking, he picks her up off the ground. Her shoulder is fucked, right? Because they show her in the emergency room. And the dude's like, oh, yeah, her entire fucking shoulder is fucked medically. That's my opinion. So, this is, dude, she's going to need like 19 pins in it and yada, yada. And you, you just got another see her, like, credit card? Annoyed. Yeah, yeah. You got a gold card? You got the American Express <laughs> black card? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. she's going to need the Amex black card. You know, while we're in there, too, we could tighten some things up, add a little fit job, a little, you know, just saying. Yeah, because, you, you know, she is an alien, but she isn't as, this, as, she, she isn't as good as uh, that Terminator chick with uh, being able to change her uh, bust. So That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. If she could, because later we'll see she cuts off her finger and grows one back, right? So mm. could she just be like, eh, I want some bigger titties. Just keep cutting them off until they got bigger and bigger? Yeah. Mm. Different type of movie, then. I guess so. Yeah. We'll have to make that movie, too. <laughs> so the guy, she walks out just fine now. And the guy's like, hey, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> and he's like, uh, cool. So the doctor said, you can go. She's like, I can go. Like, all right, well, that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Let's go fuck. Yep. <laughs> so I love this move, too. Brings her to his pad, right? Feeds her wine, cheese, and grapes next to the hot tub that he has turned on. That is a great fucking move, man. <laughs> Does he do all with a snap of a finger, too? Yeah, yeah. She's like, what's this? He's like, oh, hot tub. Bink. And it's on. I'm like, dude, this guy's like quagmire level. This guy's fan. He's got a smart house before anybody else had a smart house. Yeah. So she moves straight onto his ass. She's like, all right, let's get in this fucking hot tub. They're in the hot tub, right? They're making out. They're about ready to to get it going. And she's like, all right, you don't need these fucking these shorts. Get this shit off. Mm. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, settle down here, young lady. Why? What the fuck is wrong with you, dickhead? Mind blown. Mind just blown. Poof. What the fuck? Impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get in a second because she's like, oh, you don't need this. Whatever. Takes it off of him. Gets up, starts trying to fuck. And he's like, hold on. Don't we need protection? And she's like, no, I want a baby. Okay. I know. Now I know. No, no, no. Hold on. She doesn't say the baby thing until a little bit later on. But even at that point, I'm like, you know what? It's L.A. She's a blonde. She probably doesn't even remember where I live. Right. Just dump her back off on fucking Hollywood Boulevard and we're all good. Mm, that's true. Ninety five. They didn't really have the DNA test. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Tim. Well, no, they got DNA on this and this fucking thing. <laughs> no, they didn't get <laughs> DNA. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. So she's trying to get her fuck on with this guy as the squad shows up because they go to the hospital after they mm-hmm. find the car, you know. They're, they're, they're Scooby-Dooing it, right? They keep asking everybody, where'd you go, where'd you go? They get the credit card number off of the hospital, by the way, which, are they law enforcement? How the fuck are they getting this? Uh, well, I think we're just supposed to assume that they're above the government, so whatever they want, they're getting. Gotcha. Okay. And the hospital knows that, too, which is good. So, okay, they get the credit card info, head out. Old Red gets on her little typey-clicky laptop. She's like, okay, I'm going to hack the mainframe Yeah, is she supposed to be a hacker? What the fuck is she? I I guess so. She's the hacker. 
uh, uh, our boy uh, is the empath, Forrest Whitaker. Then you got uh, Michael Madsen's the fixer, hmm. right? He's the wolf. He's the the something goes wrong. You need somebody dead. No, Mister Wolf that's... is somebody different. Yeah, yeah, but but he's he's just like a killer, right? He's the government. Well, yeah, because he says that anybody, be. yeah, whenever they call me, they want something dead. Yeah, mm, right, right. Uh, so that's their, and then I guess yeah, she's the hacker. <laughs> See, this is why o- Frank Ocean had 11 people. Because for four people, you're not covering all your bases. <laughs> Plus, you know all of a sudden, I mean? they want to fuck for some reason. Yeah, that's the other thing, is now Red and Madsen want to fuck. Mm. They, it's, it's been, they've been working up to it, you know. And the little, cute little things, little remarks to each other. She's kind of, kind of cracked his hard shell, his hard <laughs> exterior. Um <laughs> That they, by the way, this is mostly just implied. There's not a lot of like scenes of them building their characters. No, nope. because we don't have time for nope. that shit. Fuck that. I mean, this Tim, would you say this is like a modern B movie? Like when it came out, was that you think the goal? Uh, no. I mean, just the cast. This had to cost money. This can't be yeah, like I a mean, B movie. It, they had to like really think that they really had something here because. Michael Madsen at his peak at the Reservoir Dogs. Ben Kingsley, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, two years off the Schindler's list. True, yeah. Forrest Whitaker. I mean, but... At this point, Forrest Whitaker, he might not have been the Forrest Whitaker that he was going to be, but he was still something yeah. at that point. Okay. And Alfred so, Molina. Okay. That's that's just got to cost fucking money. Yeah. Okay, looking into it, thirty-five million is the estimated budget in thirty in ninety-five. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty good. And you That's get Geiger money. to do that shit. That shit's a fucking cheap. Well, he you, had to. He had to pay it no. himself. Well, yeah. Well, all right. Here, here we go again. Because Geiger thinks, okay, I'm going to do this fucking movie to begin with, and now I'm going to lay mm-hmm. out money in my own fucking pocket to finish it. Did Did they tell Geiger at the end of it? It's just literally going to be aliens mm-hmm. with us marching through fucking tunnels with a flamethrower. <laughs> did they tell him that? Because well, he probably wouldn't have been so fucking no, th- happy. No, that's the scene that you film first. You don't film right, that last, yeah. yeah. You get that out of the way, yeah. So, okay. <clears throat> she she fucking kills the dude she's trying to have sex with, right? Because she's like, oh, shit, they're coming. But the way that, because she can hear them, you know, knocking on the door, trying to come in and see this guy, the, the squad. And I guess she can smell them, too. I don't know. So the way she kills the dude in the hot tub is by, like, Putting him underwater, turning into the alien form of herself, which is, again, just H.R. Geiger uh, completely. It's very a lot of like weird, fin, angular, scaly flesh with a bunch of like different phallic and yonic like orifices and proboscises and shit popping out of her. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the snake nipples. We'll get there. So she takes this dude, though, drags him underwater and then starts just tentacle raping him to death. So by the time the squad shows up, fucking he he's just in like a dude soup in the hot tub where he's just floating there. He's doing the old dead man float in this like kind of reddish blood filled hot tub. And she's fucking long gone. She's out. Right. So, so 
then the move is like, okay, guys, we really got to find her because clearly she killed this guy and dipped. But in the meantime, we also got to make sure she didn't have sex. So why don't we drain the hot tub out, I guess? <laughs> because they check the pool filter for any sort of like cummies in the pool filter. Uh, is that what they're looking for? Is they're looking for the filter getting all stuck together with some white shit? Well, yeah, because they say, well, we didn't find any of his DNA in the pool filter, so he hadn't had sex. And then Michael Madsen's got the little quip of, well, maybe she decided to take it with her. That's a tight pussy. If you can bust inside of a chick, inside of a Mm -hmm. fucking hot tub, Mm. all right, and none of your DNA is sneaking out of that, that's that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Or maybe she was just down there doing some pearl diving, Tim. <laughs> it's not like a Pokemon. You can't get them all. Yeah. <laughs> There's bubbles oh, in that shit. Come on. Shit, little things are breaking imagine, off. Yeah. Tim, imagine if, mm-hmm. much like the, the, the Chuck Polinick book, mm-hmm. uh, one of her Guts, nipple yeah. snake, one of her little nipple snake things got stuck in the pool sucker upper mm-hmm. inlet. Well, it looks like she can elongate that longer than you can elongate your intestines. So. I don't know. Your intestines are over two miles long, Tim. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Look, it just the kid just didn't want it enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. Fu- I listened to that. I listened to that audio book yeah. at least like two times a year. I love that. Fu- it's yeah. so fucking good. And I just so rewatched. I just rewatched. Um... Choke. No, not choke. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I'm fucking blanking on it. Which is the one with uh, Sam Rockwell? Almost Sam Rock. Wait, plays a sex addict who's. Uh... Yeah, that's a choke. Oh wait, so no wait, hold on. So gut, no guts is for the thing with you talking about the swimming pool with diving for pearls. That's in haunted. Mm-hmm. That's in haunted. That's oh, a short that's story. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's that's fun. I just rewatched Choke. It's it's his lesser known movie, but he's really good in it. And it is how good, you take yeah. that book and make it an hour and thirty two fucking minutes? I don't know, but hmm. I know it's you appreciate it because of all the scams the guy's running. You know, there's, that's there's a, always that's a good scam. I like that. That's just good. Yeah, it was a pretty good scam. That's fair. Mm. <laughs> Except for so telling now, Melinda in uh, the old lady war that you heard her woo woo forty five years ago. Yeah, that's a bad move <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So okay, so she fucking dipped out of there, right? And immediately finds just some other chick kidnaps her, ties her up, throws her in her fucking car, drives off to her house, right? Then the squad, they're all like trying to fucking find her ass, you know? They have no fucking clue where she's at now because there's no cum in the pool. Mm -hmm. The guy's dead. They have no leads. They're they're like, shit. So they're like, all right, I guess we'll check the club tomorrow, see if she went back there to try to find another guy. Because it's literally the only other location we have. Right? That a hot like, blonde woman in L.A. could find a guy who wants to fuck her. She has to go back to place, this club, yes. That's the only place where there are uh, uh, straight males <laughs> that want to have sex is this one club. I'm like, dude, throw a, throw a rock, you know? Look you're going to hit a cock. I mean, if you throw a rock, you're going to hit a cock, yes. Yeah, just just drive a few miles outside of town. I'm right here. You know? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll get on an airplane. 
Well, 95, I would have been 14 and I would have been in Washington, but I, I could have put it would have been worth together. the wait. It would have been worth the walk. Yeah. I, you know what? I would have been a railroad hobo just to get down here, Jim. I'll tell you. Uh, but I would have waited until after she aged. Not like that hobo. Oh, he just had to wait like 10 the... minutes. I know. People, patience, people. Come on. Patience. Patience. If it's 10 minutes or if it's, you know, five years, just wait until they're of age. Okay, it's guys? 10 minutes really or it's 10 to 15. 10 minutes, 10 years, or yeah, yeah, 10 in prison. Right, exactly. So then she she wakes up next to the chick that she kidnapped because she's having a dream about fucking Michael Madsen. Yeah. So she wakes up, she's like, oh, man, I had a scary dream. You ever have any scary dreams mm-hmm. to this poor fucking kidnapped lady? <laughs> Who just saw this alien chick sleep come. Yeah, and do weird, like, finny things with her body and the skin, under her skin, moving around like there's fucking eels in her and shit. And yeah, she's like, oh, you ever have any weird dreams? She's like, yeah, I'm living one. Right now is a fucking nightmare. How about that? So then she just tells her, like, look, but you're not going to get out of this shit alive. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry to tell you that. I got we, I got, I got plans for you. You saw my face. Yeah. My old face. So. Oh, and by the way, is uh, because she saw Michael Madsen at the at the hotel. By the way, I mean right. it's Michael Madsen. He's young, but come on, she got to fixate Not, on him. She she could have she could have done a lot better than Madsen. Well, but, oh wait, hold on. Maybe because she's say. picking up that he's like the alpha guy. He's a killer. He's strong, oh, right? Yeah. Versus the guy with but diabetes or the other fucking. But then idiot. she ends up. She ends up fucking the the basically the fucking guy who's Ross smart from Friends. Doc Ock, Doc Ock's getting his yeah. cock wet. He's getting his doc <laughs> cock wet. She's oh, like, I went man. out with this guy last night. He's a scientist, but he all of a sudden he turned into an octopus. Yeah. She's like, hey, you know about Peter Peter Parker? He's like, yeah, isn't that the spider dude? She's like, no, I want you to park your Peter. <laughs> In my vagina. I was, I, as I'm about. taking the hit, I'm already thinking, how am I going to work I out? Gonna work? You got me taking a puff. So, No worries, Tim. That, that's why we're a good team, <laughs> right? We, we got each other's back on terrible puns. So, okay. So her plan is she steals a second car, loads one car up with gasoline and this broad, cuts her own thumb off. This is pretty right? good. This is a smart fucking move. I got to hand smart, it to her. Yeah. Yeah. Cuts her own thumb off, wedges it in like the door frame or some shit, mm-hmm. then goes to the club, makes an appearance. So the whole squad, everybody sees her ass and they're like, shit, follow her. Gets into a high speed chase with them. And earlier, by the way, she scoped out a, tra- a power transformer, yep. which at that point, that's, I think you don't need the power transformer, but whatever, right? It, it makes a better it adds show. To the story. That's right. Yeah. You know, it does. Another layer. So, so they're fucking chasing her. They got the fucking helicopters out. It's like OJ again, right? <laughs> and just zipping around fucking L.A. She she uh, does the Toonses, the driving cat move, and fucking goes <laughs> off the side of the road. Hits the She dives out real quick, like, see ya. Dives out. This thing goes off like a fucking nuke. The like, only flaw in the plan that I see on this is that the chick that he, she kidnapped and cut the thumb off is in the dry in the passenger side of the seat, seat belted in. 
Yeah. That's the only thing I could yeah. see a problem with that. But 95, well, there's a blonde who's dead. Her DNA matches. The thumbprint matches. That's it. They're going to they're gonna say that it's yeah. done. Mission accomplished, well, right? For me, I would say the, the flaw is in assuming they're only going to test the DNA from the smallest part of the body that they can find in there, which is the thumb, mm. versus the entire body of a person. Doesn't That's doesn't true. make any sense yeah. to me. Right. But hey, you know what? It's fine. It works out for her in the end because they fall for it. It's <laughs> almost <laughs> so like somebody wrote it, you know. <laughs> so now it, it's such a it's such a funny twist in the movie. I really love it because now they find that they're all like, okay, well, she's dead. I guess we did Go our home, job. Yeah. You know, but Madsen's not feeling it. He's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Something's a little off about this shit. And then the psychic, by the way, isn't just like, no, that bitch ain't dead. He's like, uh, well, is this before he tells Alfred that? Guess what? You're not gonna fuck uh, Marge. She's, uh, she got the hots for uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is before she tells Alfred that. that, Yeah, Mm. he's he's not gonna get any pussy with dude out of her. So they're hanging out, they're partying, they're having a few drinks. Forrest Whitaker doesn't drink, though, so they get him a Long Island iced tea, which... Tim, you're from the area. They have a good Long Island well, iced no, tea here's, a, here's the other thing I noticed. Here's a flaw, because he said, Alfred Molina says, well, since we've accomplished what we're supposed to do and we're on the government dime, let's get another round. And then yeah. that's when Forrest says, I don't drink, which wouldn't you know that from the first round? That's true, yeah. And then, do you start somebody off on a Long Island iced tea? Well, well, but then I guess they're tricking him because he thinks it's tea. Oh. So he's also a child. He's, he has the brain of a child, apparently. Because So he can't pick up on the can't... fact that they're getting him, uh, that they're, they're, they're fucking around with him. I will tell you, if you've never drank a Long Island iced tea, it is remarkable how it does not taste like alcohol. Dude, try a fucking kamikaze. That got, that's the shit that fucking wrecked my ass for the very first time with hard liquor or kamikazes, because that shit does not taste. How did it wreck your ass? Well, when I, when I stood up and I sat down as fast as I fucking could, <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> Imagine doing a belly unex- flop with your ass. You had an unexpected <laughs> landing event with your ass. That shit was crazy, because I'm sitting there, I'm drinking, I drank three of those fucking things sitting down, I'm like, this ain't nothing, I can't... F-. And I stood up, I was like... Bam! And that was it. I was right back down on that fucking chair. I told you, man, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was before, because back in our day, Tim, you might remember this, you had beer mm-hmm. or you had wine coolers. Yeah, Bottle and James. I know, have, yes. Yes, I know, yeah. You didn't have hard ciders. You mm-hmm. didn't have seltzer waters. You didn't have Mike's hard You lemonade. told the guy at the counter, wait a second, this isn't alcohol. I, th- I This is in the juice section. This is orange juice. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Back in our day, Tim, all you had was, yeah, Seagram's, Bartle and James. Oh, Seagram's, fucking... yeah. I, Tim, I remember, and this is a racist term, so bleep it out. There was one called Oriental Dragon Fruit. One of the, one of the flavors. Well, dragon Fruit is uh, an actual fruit, so. No, I know that, but we're not supposed to say Oriental anymore. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, a, that's a problem. Right. So I will bleep that out. It's just guess. weird. Okay, thank you, Tim. You and your buddy Peter Nerdney can <laughs> leave that, that out for me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you no. Know, Long Island iced teas, dude. They do not taste like alcohol. They don't. Those are the most it, dangerous drinks. 
Yeah, and it's 90% fucking alcohol. Mm -hmm. It's all the clear liquor with a splash of Coke in it and ice. That's a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> They're fucking crazy. That's what gets so you starts. Yeah. So yeah, he starts getting fucking just shit house oh drunk. God. He's already a words. fucking empath. Now he's fucking drunk. He's even ten times worse hanging out with this guy. Yeah, dude, nothing worse than oh, a drunk psychic. The waitress, psychic. we got to give her a bigger a tip because she's got three kids that are staying with her. Her mother has to take care of them because she's working <laughs> late at night. And he, like, he starts to get all fucked up on him. And he's all, it's good tea. I'm like, yeah, I'm in there, motherfucker. He likes his cuppa. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, yeah, Michael Madsen and Red go out. They have a little dance. They, uh, they're like, all right, well. Uh, and then it just doesn't work out for them because of their conversation. It's yeah, well, what, what like, was the eh, conflict here? I don't even remember because she just goes to her room and then Forrest Whitaker tells Another him, like, dude, come on. He's like, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, she wants that dick. Go up he's there. He's like, I just smelled the chair. Go up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but so mm. she heads to the bathroom. And, uh, Tim, we get a little Chekhov's hair dye commercial here. Mm-hmm. It paid off, Because yeah. she saw the hair dye commercial at the beginning, before the porno. And then, apparently, we didn't see it, but she went out and bought hair dye. Now you completely different woman tim well no 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 no. hold on because i uh, the one thing i will give the movie credit for that isn't it isn't done stupidly or bad they never at this point they still have never gotten a clear shot of her face the most thing that you always see even from a little girl is the blonde hair yep that's right because you see that's right yeah because in the in the motel the security surveillance footage sucks mm-hmm. the uh the polaroid that the guy took with her mm-hmm. when he was gonna bang her out in the hot yeah. tub that she turned her head real quick mm-hmm. so it was all like just yeah yeah no that's a good point tim okay i didn't notice that hats off to you buddy well so far it's been a pretty well composed movie right it's 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 much better movie than you would think because i told my yeah. friends i was doing this and like now one of them went one with the green bitch and i'm like what do you mean, green bitch? And like, yeah, well, there's well, a green background on it. Mm, yeah, well, we're 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 getting there, Tim. We're getting there because it it takes a hard turn here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It does yes. hard turn into fucking uh, cave horror for some weird reason, but whatever. So, okay, she goes upstairs to, to Red goes upstairs to her room, right? Madsen's heading up to go fuck mm-hmm. her. Natasha Henstridge now with brown hair, so completely different lady. And she cut her hair, so it's shorter. Yep, okay, a little bit shorter. Got some curls in it. Goes following Red up to the room and is just, just like, okay, well, but but in the bathroom first, yeah. borrows her perfume, takes a little quick, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, does this work on your boyfriend? She's like, yeah, to repel him. <laughs> so now she's not a sexual threat. Right. right. So now Henstridge pops into the fucking elevator with Madsen, and he's like, that's a nice perfume. Like, oh, yeah, thanks. You want to fuck? Mm-hmm. Ignores her. Gets off on his floor, because he's... Now, Tim, buddy, <laughs> Natasha Henstridge, even with short brown hair, and God bless her, because I'm sure she's a, a wonderful woman. Yep. I'm going Natasha Henstridge a hundred out of a hundred <sighs> times. You're not committed to red yet, right? Red is still up in the air. No. You don't know what's going on it, with that 100%, again, right? 
Again, Tim, you could probably knock out a quickie in the elevator with Natasha, head up to fucking chick's room. Uh, uh, what's her name? Dr. Uh, Laura. No, come on. You, you got to at least take a fucking shower in between before you hit the fucking uh, the Oh, yeah, you room. hit the right. showers. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, well, no, man, no. Was... Oh, my God. Here's what's even better. She smells the same perfume. So it's not even going to like, oh, Red's going to be like, oh, wait a second. Why are you wearing fucking... I don't know, obsession by Calvin uh, Klein, right? There, there's, I don't, I don't want to say, well, I don't recall, it was one person or another person, famous person, that, uh, and I don't want to say who, because I don't recall who, but they had this story about that their father would constantly cheat on their mother, yeah. right? And his move was he got a bottle of the lady's perfume and he wore it and he would say to the wife, he's like, I know it's for ladies, but I like how it smells. Just so if he came home smelling like the chick's perfume, Mm. she wasn't suspicious. That's even more devious than giving it to your wife. So your wife is wearing because maybe (laughs) one day your wife's going to mix up her perfume. Yeah, that's true. Mm. No, this guy was fucking clever. So he had a bottle of it in his car. (laughs) Well, yeah, clever could shit. be one word, yeah, but uh... a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Let's just—I <laughs> mean, it's a four D chess move, but he is a piece. Well, of Well, you shit. know that is true because if you you take the stupidest guy in the world, but tell him how you're going to cheat, all of a sudden it becomes a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. like oh, I got to get my, yeah. I got to get by the same perfume that my mistress is wearing, so my wife doesn't yeah. pick up on it. Yeah. So we get this misdirect that she's going to go up and fuck Madsen. But no, Madsen ends up hanging out with Red, fucking her instead. Mm-hmm. And I guess they they were told by the director that, like, look, whatever sex scene things you guys want to do, just do that. Improv well, we it. see her tits, right? We do see her huh? tits because she goes to suck Madsen off and we see her titties. Which, you know, okay. hey, that was I wasn't expecting those. Hey, look, I, so far, I don't, I don't like the wig that you're wearing, but maybe from the top, it looks okay. Yeah, I'm just saying these are bonus tits for this movie. <laughs> we got a lot of Natasha tits. I'm not. We could have not had those tits. I would have been fine. It's just a little extra. It's a cherry on top. I don't think I've ever All seen right? a movie where I went. They, wait, there's too many, too many titties in this movie. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was I was trying to think. I, Why I did it even take head. you that long? Because uh, I was trying to think if there were any like broads I didn't really want to see naked, and I saw their tits for too long in a movie. But no, no. Even then, dude, I look at Roseanne then, Barr's tits if I could in a movie. I don't care. Well, because of one of the unspoken rules though is once you've seen a woman's tits, you take her power away. Because you're like, I've seen your tits. Now hmm. I, don't, I don't want to see your tits. I've seen them. So, okay. The misdirect is that Natasha Hensbridge ends up with fucking Doc Ock cock, right? She goes up and he goes up to his room. First, he tries to hit on two other ladies. First of all, yeah, like, this is nah, what I'm thinking. Good. This is how you get Alfred Molina for scale. He's like, wait a second. What role am yeah. I going to be playing? What's going to happen? Oh, yeah, I'll do this movie for $5,000. Yeah, I, okay. Look, I'll do it for five grand, but I get to fuck Natasha mm-hmm. Anstridge in the movie. And they're like, "All right, we'll re- uh, rewrite it. It was going to be Madsen, but we'll just switch it over somehow. Whatever." It's like, yes. No, Madsen's like, wait a second. So, at least I get a dream fuck, right? Yeah, that's true. He did get a dream mm-hmm. fuck. That's fair. The only the only guy that doesn't get the fuck is fucking Forrest Whitaker. That's Although, true. Technically, Tim. 
If he can go into people's heads and he feel does, what he feeling. is he is busting later on with Alfred Molina. I'm like, wait a second, because is that a fucking empathy hard on that he has, or yeah. what? He fucking busts an empath, empath nut, Tim. Now all of a sudden, oh man, just going to like a fucking hotel and just like getting. I want the room that's right in the middle of the hotel. I don't want top floor. Yeah. I don't want bottom floor. I want the hotel Hold that's on. right in the center of the entire fucking hotel and just busting for the whole weekend. So, apparently, you can't become an empath. It has to be a trait that you're born with. Okay. So, there's other things that you can out. learn? Because I was, I was, Tim, I was about to start getting into webcams here. <laughs> All right, those two were fucking on a webcam? All right. Oh, yeah. Right, felt that one next. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple no. Pro. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, dude, because while fucking dude is sleeping, Mr. Empath, homeboy's other dude's fucking, uh, Steven is his name, by the way. Here's what I love about this is because he's supposed to be, he's probably technically the smartest one out of them all, right? I think so. Yes, he's definitely, he's the smartest one. Because when when, uh, Ben Kingsley's giving the dump, he's like, oh, he'll explain it to you all later on in layman's terms, something like that, right? He knows what they were just chasing, right? That they were chasing yes. an alien chick whose only mission in life is to go out and fuck and get pregnant. Yes. And now he is him, the character that he is in this movie. And a brunette yes. hot chick comes up to him and all of a sudden is mm-hmm. like, the only thing I want to do is sit on your fucking cock. Wow. And he's just like, yeah, okay. And even when she says something about like getting, and this is when she says something about getting pregnant damn, also, right? Oh my fucking God, Tim. I have, let me tell you, I have dated some crazy fucking women, mm-hmm. okay? Married to one. <laughs> but <laughs> I, in my life, well, I've never crazy, just, yeah. no, yeah, I mean, come on, par for the course here. But Tim, I've never busted in one and then had them be feel their stomach and be like, I felt it. <coughs> I felt life begin. So wait, you never fucked a reborn Christian? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't get along with me too well, typically, Tim. Uh, no, so, and then he's all like, well, there are some tribes of people where they believe they can feel the moment of conception. And then she's like, no, feel. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can feel a baby in there. So uh, I guess i kind of screwed here. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you're pregnant, uh, why don't we use your ass this time? And see if you can get an ass uh, baby. For science. humans do that, too. What if you just tricked her? You're just like, listen, the way humans reproduce is you suck our dicks. <laughs> oh, so, not working. so she know. turned Cinemax on, they had an O to deep throat? <laughs> yes, exactly. You show her deep throat. Oh, my God. Perfect. Perfect, man. <laughs> So, no, uh, the empath wakes up while they're fucking. He's like, oh, shit, they're yeah. fucking. Goes and knocks on uh, Madsen's door. Without his hand. Like, Dude. Yeah, he's just <laughs> bouncing his fucking cock, his hard cock. He's, like, coming while he's walking. <laughs> That'd be the best, man. So, yeah, he knocks. He's like, dude, I think homeboy's fucking that alien in there. And they're like, oh, alien's dead. He's like, listen, that guy's fucking somebody in there. I know that because I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. And no human would fuck that guy. So it's got to be this you alien. You don't have to be an empath to figure out that nobody's fucking picking up Alfred Molina in a bar and just going no. straight home to fuck him. No, Alfred Molina He's got to work the long game, yeah. It. He's got to work that That's shit. That's why yeah. he became an actor. Mm. 
right? <laughs> I mean, come on. That guy's not working a mm. deli going to get some pussy. Even I mean, in Spider-Man not, 2, not the wife didn't level. fuck him until he invented that machine. That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So they, they bust in there to fucking try to rescue his ass, but it's too late. He's already nutted in her. <laughs> right? So, fucking, they, she kills his ass, right? And then leaps out of the door as they're trying to get into the fucking door. Then runs down into the basement of the hotel. They chase her, and now, like I said, it's just fucking alien. Now we're right? back to last week, right? Where we end up in a yeah. fucking long, t- long ass tunnel. Long ass tunnel. Yeah, I should have. I should have mentioned this movie for last week. Exactly. So she gives birth in this tunnel by like climbing up a wall. And, like, it comes out of her stomach. It's like a C-section. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the pussy stays tight. So, that's mm-hmm. a plus. So, so, and then they're wandering around down in these fucking sewers. And they find the boy that she gave birth to. Just, like, chilling out. But Forrest Whitaker finds him. And he's like, no, nah, he's, he's good, though. So, I'm not going to kill. Okay. So, Tim, I got a question for you. Kill bud. him. No. Yes. But I got a question for mm-hmm. you. She was made of half alien DNA, right? Yep. She just got boned down by a full-blood human, right? Yes. Her child now is a quarter alien DNA. Uh, technically, but I'm willing to get uh, willing to bet that he gets more of his traits from his mom than from the dad, right? Well, he is going to have to go reproduce again, right? And it's going to continue being diminished returns. <laughs> Yeah, but still, like even like the, if you're the 99th kid, you're still fucking uh, you got a, a couple legs up on everybody else and some tentacles. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, but you're right. They should have fucking killed this kid. But Forrest Whitaker, mm-hmm. the empath, he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna let the kid go or whatever. But uh, then they do get back to the kid, and they're like, never mind, we're gonna yeah. kill this fucking. Well, yeah, because he turns into like a fucking monster or some shit like that. Well, yeah, because it fucking frog tongues a rat and eats it. Right, <laughs> which I didn't know she could do that too. I'd be good at tossing some salad, mm, I guess. Jesus I don't Christ. know. Well, or maybe she pulled the guy. She pulled thing. the guy's fucking head out off. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I forgot mm. about that. That's a good point too. So I guess that's the frog. Okay. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go over my notes here because this moves at a clip. So we got they uh, they, they the bad CGI monster of the little boy shows up. That does not mm. look great. Uh, but that's cool because they torch it. Mom comes down. She's pissed off. And then until now, I know I've mentioned snake nipples a couple of times. But this is where we're introduced <laughs> to the snake nipples. And I have a lot of questions about them, Tim. All of them good, right? Where where can I get yep. them? Could she wrap them around my dick and jack me off? Well, she is controlling. Are, are they independent? Do they do what they want when she unleashes them? I think if she doesn't wear a bra, then they're independent. Wasn't that the whole feminist thing? Mm. I don't know. Okay, so but she does wear a bra. Too. She went out as an alien and she got a That's bra. Fair. So That's fair. Okay, but, but final question on this. If she jerks you off with her snake nipples, mm-hmm. is it a tit job? Or something else. It's something else. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she uses what? No, she has to control them because she tries to hang Madsen with her titty nipple. Yeah, she just tries to like snakes. do like one hundred twenty-eight day, twenty-eight hours on him, right? Which she's like pulling him up into a, like a crevice. So yeah, they're like a graboid then, like in Tremors, mm. right? Crossover, yeah, right? His... I mean, how did the Tremors get here? You think? Oh, uh, they, they might have been the cocks of those aliens. Because mm. we haven't seen the boy's cock. Oh, no, we did see the boy's cock. It was regular. By the way, thank you for showing the boy's cock in the movie. Mm-hmm. Really wanted to see that today, guys. We also, I think at one point we do get a little bit of top cock and side cock of the other guy that she takes home. Yes. Getting out of the shower. Bit. In the shower, yeah. Yep. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. We do get a little but that's that's appropriate. That's not something you get arrested for having on your yeah, computer. Yeah, I, I, I can see the top. I can see. The, I, I just don't want to see full on head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, now they got to fight with mommy. So they cut off one of her snake nipples, and those apparently regrow too. So that's hmm? They cut that thing fucking off, and then they just fall into, I guess, like the La Brea tar pits that are underground. That are on fire? They, Tim, they struck oil <laughs> because they end up flaming her ass and tossing her into this puddle that, that Forrest Whitaker is stuck in. And right before she goes I out, she gives a thumbs oil. up. She does give a thumbs up yeah. and slowly sinks down. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. So, uh, yeah, she gets burnt. She's fucking dead, right? They're like, hey, congratulations. They, they you know, pull each other out of there. They wax philosophical for a second when... Uh, <laughs> When fucking uh, uh, after Madsen blows her brains out, the monsters fucking with with the uh, rocket propelled yeah. grenade yeah. on the fucking shotgun, basically. And then and then the Laura doctor, Red, she's like, "Man, I wonder what half of her was the predator, the human side or the alien side." Fucking Madsen's like, uh, it doesn't matter. It's the dead side now, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but okay. Well, because both sides yeah. are dead, so who cares? It's a moot End point. Movie. Right? I would have stuck around a little bit longer just no. to make sure she's really dead because she already fooled us twice, fooled us once, right? But Tim, it's not. It's not the end of the movie. Oh, that's right. Because one of the rats mm. drags one of the titty snake nipples. Oh, it's nipple like, rat, I guess. The next Twitter <laughs> trend, Tim. yes. <laughs> and then Tim nipple rat frog <laughs> tongues <laughs> out and eats another rat that's its own size. By the way, so okay now, and not uh, not sick, right? Because otherwise, he wouldn't eat that other rat. That's true. Now, full stop, Tim. This this alien thing can just spread by you eating a piece of the DNA, I guess. Uh, well, no. What how I took it was that she just regenerates. So maybe if she didn't, she regenerated into the rat. How did the rat frog tongue another rat after just biting a snake? Well, the nipple? rat's getting her DNA in it now, right? Because she, the rat ate okay. it. Perfect. So. Perfect. So if I'm one of those species guys, mm-hmm. right? I'm a dude. Tim and uh, your, I'm going to say a 19, I'm going to say an American History X for Ruza Ball, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you give me a blowjob. <laughs> You're getting my DNA in your mouth, mm-hmm. much like the rat did. Do you? You're then not become... alien, though. Okay. 
No, no. I said if I'm a species. Ah. If I'm a species. If you suck off a species and swallow, it's the same as that rat eating the titty nipple mm-hmm. snake. You're getting the DNA in your stomach. Sure, why not? Yeah, that makes sense. So, okay, so then, then all you have to do is sneak like breast milk or, or cum into everybody's food. You're done. Just go nut in the water supply. She just didn't get to that point yet. She just, she just, I guess, she just had yeah. to get fucked. I guess, right? yeah, she had to get fucked. Yeah. E.T. So E-T-S. that's species. that's it. <laughs> so that's species, Tim. It all ends with a uh, uh, nipple. Get ready rat for part two. Titty. This part. Tell me, part yeah. two starts off with the rat. I hope so. I've never seen part two. Mm. I've got to. I got to check it out. I'll check out the first few minutes of it tonight. And if it doesn't start with okay, the rat, here's what I'm curious about because I'm pretty sure I haven't seen part two. But I'll bet you how many years in between part one and part two. So, part one, you got 1995. Part two, I think, was 98. Okay. Yeah, 98. I bet you she's nowhere near as naked in that movie as she is in this one. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'm looking at this. Should I be watching it right now as soon as we finish? Everybody join oh, us on our Patreon right and give now, us okay. uh, five stars <laughs> or whatever whatever podcast thing you listen to. She's, she is very naked. Let's. I'll just put it that okay. way. I don't know if it's full nude because it's on Internet Movie Database, so I can't see anything real. Uh, Skin.com. That's it. That's a good point. She appears very naked. But yeah, Tim, that's. Uh, thank you so much for promoting the podcast. <laughs> is there anything else you want people to pay attention to on the uh, internet? Species 2. So we can do it uh, in 98. We're going to be doing Electric that. Electric Boogaloo, yeah. <laughs> and you know where you could watch Species 2, Tim? Is on the blood bank? You could. All you have to do is go to Patreon.com. You really want to see little snake nipples popping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, is it cold in here, or uh, is there a couple of pythons <laughs> coming my way? You know what I mean. <laughs> so no, Tim, you, you can get access to uh, the blood bank now with, uh, it looks like, 7,400 fucking movies Jesus on it. Jesus Christ. Every time, just yeah, right around more there. and more. Yeah. Shit. Tim, we got, uh, let's see what we got here today to promote. Vampire Writers. Oh, no, we talked about that one. Writers with a Z. Yeah, we did. Okay, let me go back a little bit. Uh, We'll go to Mayhem. Ooh, that looks like fun, Tim. 1986. Uh The bloody saga of two strangers brought together by a common need to find the woman they lost. Rachel ran away. Misty was kidnapped, but nothing will stop Dino and Ziggy in their pursuit of the women they love. Stop. They turn Dino Hollywood. and Ziggy. That's all we need to know. Yep. They turn Hollywood into a war zone. One side, pimps, drug pushers, and the police. The other side, a sawed-off shotgun and three fifty-seven Magnum. Well, that's a fucking winner right there. Come on. This sounds yeah. fucking fantastic, Tim. When are we doing another hard-dicked movie? Because that sounds like one. It sounds pretty hard-dicked. I'm telling you, buddy. We got to do a hard-dicked movie month. We'll, we'll have to get that coming up, Tim. Maybe uh, maybe March. March seems like a hard-dicked month. Yeah. Right? St. Paddy's. Oh, if you, can, if, you can get, if you can get that drunk and keep your dick hard, hats off to you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go get a fucking uh, little person at the dwarf. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you and who else is going to that? Uh, uh, Vaughn. Yeah. Vaughn and I, we're gonna go, and I'm gonna fucking get one. Vaughn, Vaughn Brasco, not Vaughn, the guy with this January sixth uh, uh, beard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Come on. Come on. It's a beard. Look at that. A Jansen. Whatever. Dude. If he's not Amish, yeah, um, what the fuck is he doing? It's a good point. You're either Amish or insurrectionist. Mm-hmm. Those are your two mm-hmm. options yep. with that beard. That's fair. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash bloody bits to get access to that. All of our bonus episodes, our video episodes of the podcast. And Tim, next week, we're either doing what? Mute Witness or uh, Embrace of the Vampire. Well, we haven't done a bonus for the uh, the Patreon for a while. So let's do both. That's true. Oh, okay. It's a win-win. You want to do both. You want to do one as There's a bonus. There's no way I can do is... all this okay. talk about Mute Witness and then fucking finally have okay, it. And then like, fair. no. Even I can't push it away for Kim Delaney's tits. Fair. Fair. So? And it's Alyssa Milano's tits, oh. Race of the Vampire. Yeah, close enough. Does that change your All mind? Right. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. So, yeah, you have both of those to look forward to, folks. So, with we that, go I from think who's the boss or who's the toss? Who's the boss to who's your daddy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, for Tim Yobo, folks, I think that this is how we end it. All righty. Bada bing, bada boom. We are Damn. stopping yeah. still.